Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Puckfanatic.com. This segment brought to you by Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental, and Cedar Rapids. Players, sports bar and grill, downtown Iowa City. The Oxyoke Inn and the Amanis, Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers 101, South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Also brought to you by Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Sentiment. Falbo Brothers Pizza. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. And Supel Siding and Remodeling, GT Car, and his great crew there. Here is Tom Suter along with Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. Well, thank you, Captain Steve. Good morning. I, I did an excellent job, wonderful job. It's the greatest job I've ever done. Phone's working? So far. It's early. <laughs> yeah. no, that's right. They did work early in the show Wednesday. Yeah. Well, like I said, I uh, the last I spoke with Adam, he was going to call in shortly after you did the lead-in. So we'll wait and see if that happens. And then Clarissa Chun is definitely calling in at 9:30. Oh, great! Uh, I got that worked out through Sports Information. Told her to call in on the 16:30 number. So yeah. make sure. Uh, awesome. Yeah, right at 9:30 too. I think she's got a pretty tight. She was originally going to do 10, but had to move it to 9:30 because she's busy. And we're going to ask her what she's busy doing. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, This could be Adam right here. I believe it is Adam. What's he doing? He's working. Adam <laughs> works for a living. What's he talking Unlike about? us. <laughs> is this definitely him? Hey, well, let's see. We'll find out. <laughs> it's either Karen or Adam. <laughs> no, it's Adam. Hi, Adam. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing, Adam? Doing good. Doing real good. I want to start right off, um, and we haven't spoken to you since the Michigan Wisconsin. How how many people did you punch in handshake lines as a you know as a player? <laughs> I'm curious. It, that, did you ever get into I, it in a handshake line in high school? Did you ever see any disagreements? No, but you know the more I see this stuff, just my opinion. Usually, guys before the game all get together. They, you know, even the coaches. I mean, there's that friendly handshake. I think at the end of the games. 
it's probably better that everybody just goes into the tunnel. I mean, it's you've been in the tunnel. I'm starting to lean that way now. I'm starting to lean. I'm starting to feel the way you do. I even wrote a column a few days ago saying just the opposite. But the more I think about it, especially now that I know the women aren't shaking hands because of COVID, the men don't want to shake hands and they're making them shake hands. I don't get that. (laughs) Well, and again, it's a heated moment, right? Depending on how the game ends and everybody's kind of tensions are high. At least when things kind of go back in the locker room, things settle down. I think emotions run a little bit lower. And mm-hmm. again, people are still, there's a lot of interaction back there as guys are getting, you know, on the bus or leaving the, the arena. You know, I, if you want to go see somebody or talk to somebody, I mean, you can easily do that. So well, I that's a know. good point. It, it, it just avoid stuff like that. I mean, I've always liked Jawan Howard and, mm-hmm. you know, I, emotions run high. And I, you know, I, I think both sides had an opinion on it, but. Yeah, I hate to see that stuff. It's, it's just, bad. It doesn't look good. No, Juwan Howard's got to, he's got to hone it in. I mean, he's had yeah. two incidents now where he's just looked like a fool. Yeah, he's got to be a better example. He does. I mean, this is not the NBA. I mean, even, now in the NBA, they don't afterwards games just end and they you know they do their own thing if they want to hug and whatever they can or if they want to walk out the court, right? There's no there's nothing formal, right? Yeah, there's nothing formal. And okay. and again, I think uh, a lot of interaction back behind the scenes, right? Sure. The, sure. Locker rooms and stuff. Usually, guys are back there, and they'll see each other if they if they really want to go see somebody. They can. So, um, yeah, just a, it looked bad on the Big Ten. And again, for Jawan, there's been a couple instances there. He just got to calm down a little bit. Um, his team was getting spanked. It's not like a bad call or something, you know, ruined the game, and he got fiery. Uh, and I understand what guard was doing too. With you know, he had subs in there, and Michigan still was you know, playing hard mm-hmm. defense. They were. Court. What do you do? I mean, the game, you coach until the very end. Yeah, I mean, I could go back and forth on this thing, both coaches to me. I mean, at one point I was saying Howard started it, and then I said, well, you know, guard grabbed him. But it actually started when Howard pulled down his mask and said, I won't forget this. And then that's when guard stepped in front of him, and then it was was, uh, free-for-all after that point. But, no, it's unfortunate. Now, Izzo, you heard what Izzo said. He says it's asinine to – think that they should stop a long-standing tradition because of isolated yep. incidents like so yeah i mean you could go to both sides yep. and make a strong argument but now it'll be interesting to see but adam don't you find it unusual though that the women are not shaking hands because of covid and yet the men even though they don't want to have to shake hands <laughs> what, what explain that to me you played big Ten yeah basketball. i kind of made a joke i was on a i was on a text message thread with horner and bruner and um Greg Lansing, he was one of the assistants when, when we were there, mm-hmm. and they were all kind of going back and forth on who was, who was right or wrong on that deal. And I kind of brought up the fact, I'm like, why are they shaking hands anyway? You know, we got the COVID thing going on, the girls aren't doing it. And, yeah. you know, I just kind of made a joke about it. And because it is, it's, it's crazy for the Big Ten to be, you know, between the men and women, women's programs, you're doing something totally different. So you think there would be, you know, everybody be on the same page. If you're not going to shake hands and stuff, then you just don't do it mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah, no, I'm starting to lean that way more. I'm, I'm flexible. I can. I, I can am change, too. I can change my way of thinking. But if they keep it going, it's not like oh, this is a travesty. I, I mean, it, and we all yeah. understand the the purpose is for sportsmanship, yes. and we all in under, college understand how important sport, good sportsmanship is. But you know, you've just been beating each other's brains out for two hours. It's kind of <laughs> hard to scale it back, isn't it? Well, and I said, too, if, if you, every fan thinks that when people are going through the line, there's always chippery, hey, good game. or I mean, that happens probably 90% of the time, but there's probably some stuff that, you know, has been said or, mm-hmm. you know, and I know in some of our lines, you, you didn't like somebody. Maybe you told them in the line, you know, as you're leaving. But, 
that kind of stuff can't happen. And then you look at stuff, you know, with uh, with Juwan, and and I think guard was a little bit taken off. If you look back on their other interactions, Ford mm-hmm. kind of brought this to my attention. He, there must have been a Twitter feed or something where everybody, you know, every other interaction, those two seem pretty close mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, or just, you know, overly friendly. And then, you know, I'm sure as you're going through the line and, you, hey, you just won, and then he says, I'm not going to forget this and, you know, uh, He's obviously upset. I'm sure Guard was kind of taken back. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, point. What are you yeah. so mad about? You're right. And I'm sure that's why he kind of stopped him and said, you know, I mean, these guys, these coaches all talk to each other. They're all yeah. friends yeah. for yeah. the most part. So there's there's relationships there. And, I, yeah, if, if one of your colleagues or buddies all of a sudden is mad at you, you're like, wait, what, what, what happened? You know, if he really didn't have a clue yeah. what he was so mad about. It looked like he was saying, you know, Juwan, wait, wait, wait. Let me, like he wanted yep. to explain what he was yeah. doing. And Juwan just didn't want any part of it. And by the time that that – little thing was over the other people had moved in and i don't think krabenhoff helped matters no i don't, I don't think, know what he said i, I don't think but. he was there to be a peacemaker so it's unfortunate but let's let's move on and talk about a team that is well both the men and women right now are playing the women had a game they you tough know, game last tough night game, but rutgers is a weird i had no idea they got all those transfers and all of them uh, had scored over a thousand oh, points isn't that amazing at all these different schools and they come here and they're terrible they're yeah. two and fourteen in the conference. Isn't that weird, Adam? It is, but you know, you look at kind of like Iowa State and some of those guys. You yeah. know, um, certain times it, it, it meshes well, and then other times it doesn't. Right? Uh, this year, yeah. the way they started, at least, you kind of took all these different guys from different locations, and they were playing really well together. They were all bought in. I mean, it's. I think it's. It's hard to know. You can bring in all the best talent in the world. You've seen it even in you know L.A. and NBA with the Lakers and yeah. stuff. Sometimes it just doesn't mesh well. No, you're right. And I was I, the the Lakers thing didn't surprise me. I mean, when you put Westbrook with LeBron, yeah, I know they're both great, but neither one can shoot. Neither one is a reliable jump shooter. And I mean, Westbrook, I mean he, he he's a he's an odd player, one of the the most statistically accomplished player. I mean, he makes it triple doubles look easy, and yet he's just. He kills him. He can't shoot, and he turns the ball over, and yeah, it's wild. But but back to Iowa. Um, now tonight they're going into a game, Adam. They should win by double figures if they play up to their potential. But well, that- we saw it last night. You know, we Iowa on paper was going to win that game big, mm-hmm. and they were given everything they could handle. So uh, you think Nebraska comes out just firing tonight and playing on on? Yeah, I think they got nothing to lose. However, if you look at all their games they've played recently, I mean, it's been big blowouts. And I think some of these guys might be cashing it in early. I mean, That's I don't what know. I wonder. Um, I mean, they're already, I'm sure, looking ahead to even the coaching staff. I mean, this is just a, it's a, it's a tough year. They're 1-15, 7-20 overall. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those where we got to come, and I always say it, we got to jump on them early. Kind of yep. like what we did with that Michigan State game. Exactly. Other than being down two points right away to start the game we just jumped on them and then again i use the terminology step on their throat like just don't turn around and let up just keep pressing and keep uh you know if another group comes in or some subs everybody's just got to be on the same page and and continue to put that that pressure on and extend that lead and i think once you do that these guys will roll over so again hitting them early um i think we're going to play well over there i don't think there's much that they can do to match up with us where you get the best score in the country in my opinion with Keegan he can do it all you got high praises with Izzo I mean he's he's turning some heads and then you got Patrick Jabo, Chris I mean a bunch of the other guys that fill in we're a hard team to guard mm-hmm. so I think 
you know, again, on paper, this should be a win. And then you're looking at, boom, we, we jump into Northwestern. So not to look ahead, but we got two really winnable games here. Winnable games. And we could be, you know, 21-8 and eight and, you know, 11-7 and seven in the Big Ten. We Amazing. have really turned things around. And part of the other reason they got to win these two games is I don't think they'll win both of the next two games after. I, if they could, if they could go three out of four down this stretch, that Plus, would be amazing. It will kill no. our our seed if we lose to oh, either Northwestern one of these or, or Nebraska. And didn't Ohio State just win at Illinois last night? Yes, they did. It was I, a heck did. of a game. Yeah, I, I I I channel surfed and forgot to finish it off. But um, when I turned the channel, they were Ohio State was up by like nine or ten. What did they win by? Uh, do you remember uh, was like three? Two or- it was yeah, it wasn't much. Okay, okay. So Illinois did make a back. run. It was a uh, was six minutes to go. Um, Illinois coach got thrown out. He did get again, thrown. He was working out. Technical. Yeah, he was yeah. working out. He was pissed. Was it like eighty three, eighty or something like that? So, Ohio was... State's a tough team to read against Iowa. They just look so ordinary. Then they go and win at Illinois. I mean, they are a tough team. To... They were ahead, way they ahead. They were. About 15 for a while. And... Iowa just matches up well with Ohio State. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see. Now, as far as um, the, the, the way Iowa's playing right now, Adam, what, is it, is, what impresses you the most right now? I mean, of course the opponent has had something to do with this winning streak, but they've also beaten Michigan State and Ohio State. So it's not just is – no, it yeah. is it the defense? What, do you, what is the yeah, difference right I... now? I think it's defense. Okay. You know, we talked about it here in the office. A bunch of us were, you know, at the game and, you know, just watching from uh, not just TV but being there. These guys are all kind of glued in. And, mm-hmm. and I listened to the post game when J-Bo was kind of talking and some of the other guys. They're working together. And you can tell defensively they are on the same page. They're, they are they are kind of one unit out there. And, again, it's not like guys are on an island and there's a bunch of blow-bys and guys are getting to the rack. You know, Michigan State could not do much. Now, granted, they weren't shooting incredibly well, but we weren't giving them a lot of good looks. No, that's good and we point, made no. some of their good guys look look bad. I mean, even like Hauser and some of those guys, those are good players. They couldn't do anything with us. And, again, I think when we're playing offense well, when we're shooting it well, you know, fast-breaking, we tend to play better on defense, too. So, again, I think we've had some good offensive production out of some of these guys. But, again, defensively, when we're bought in and we're rebounding and going after those 50-50 balls, that was another thing against Michigan State. Usually they're animals on the boards and 50-50 balls. It just seemed like we were the more aggressive team out there. Mm-hmm. And if we can do that, I think we're going to give our shot a, our team a chance to win almost any game we're in. Yeah, I mean, Michigan State usually out-rebounds Iowa by 8-10. to 10. I mean, this one, Iowa had one more rebound. So that was – Basically yep. a draw. And the other thing that I like about them right now, Adam, defensively, is how they're playing help defense. And they're getting yep. a lot better in transition defense, too, it seems like. They're starting to identify the ball quicker. And you know how important that is, if you can, get, if you can stop the ball in transition. Have you noticed that, too? Yeah, they're not getting a lot of easy buckets. No. And again, I think Fran on his substitution pattern, he, I kind of like the lineups he's had out there. Um, not just because we're winning, but it, it just seems like they're cohesive out there. And, again, whether it's defense or what, Guys are going hard, and if they got to come out for a little bit of a break or a sub, and they're coming back in, mm-hmm. he's got a he's got them all bought in right now. And again, I usually some of these Iowa teams in the past, I hate to say it, but we've kind of had a little bit of a late season slide, whether it's fatigue or injury, yeah. you know, what have you. But this team seems to be getting better, and if we can do that, um, again with a couple winnable games coming up, I I definitely think Michigan is winnable up there. Mm-hmm. We'd I do love too. another crack at getting them back. We didn't play extremely well when we played them the first time, but Chrysler Center is a good place to play. I, I think, um, you know, we win three of these games in a row here on top of what we've already done. 
we're one of the hotter teams coming into the tournament. Oh, and I could see them winning the Big Ten tournament. I mean, I think the Big Ten tournament could won by seven or eight teams. I really do. I mean, I, I think Purdue is the best team overall in the Big Ten, but I don't think Purdue is untouchable by any means. So it's going to be... Well, and when you get to those, and again, when you get to tournament time, it's it's a hard time to prep because you're playing back-to-back-to-back, you know, and, and you want to get a decent seed so you're not having to play, you know, two extra games or whatever it is. But once you kind of get into that rhythm, everybody's just, you know, I think, again, we're a hard team to, to go against because mm-hmm. we got a lot of scores, you know, and just like the other night, yeah. it wasn't just Keegan scoring. Patrick was hitting threes. Jordan was hitting threes. Chris, Chris came in and yeah. really hit some really big shots. And then, Connor's kind of found his touch again. I was going to say that, man. If he could get hot down the stretch, man, man, that would be huge. Huge. And and look at what the defense had to do. They had to come out and go. And, and again, he's not hurting us defensively at all. He's kind of the floor general out there. So it's good to see him in that role where he's got confidence. Everybody else has confidence. Mm -hmm. It's it's a a different team, in my opinion, than what we saw a month ago. No, I agree. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying about Big Ten Tournament is, in that type of setup, it's really less about coaching and that, and more about just grinding through, and that has to explain why Alfred was so successful, right? <laughs> just kidding. It's a joke. No, I think I think I think it's coaching, but again, you don't have three, four days. to No, I know, on a I know. Team. And if you got a team that really, you know, I thought we always bought in well, right? Usually well, after a tournament, you get Alfred did something right in the tournament. Right that night, yeah. you had another coach ready to do the next scout. So then we jumped in, and we would be, you know, having a midnight snack or something, and we got uh, our heads in the books. But generally, you've played this you know, a team once or twice before. Sure, sure. So you already have a pretty good idea, but then you're getting a refresher that night. Then early the next day, you're doing a couple walkthroughs, um, another kind of game prep, your film session, and then you're rolling right into that game. But again, you don't have three, four days to prep. So I think we're a team that we're hard to scout for because we got a lot of guys that can score and certain guys get hot. You know, it, it seems like this team really – as guys are, are scoring and offense is good, our defense comes along with it, and we're well, beating some pretty good teams Keegan out here. can score at all three levels, too, and that helps. I've, a couple of coaches have pointed out that he can score just in about anywhere, and he mm-hmm. scores within the framework of the offense. He rarely goes off on some hot, on some shot-hunting expedition. Mm-hmm. He always does it within the frame of the offense, which I think is important. Well, he's super efficient. I mean, it's, Again, and some of these losses that we had, you know, early Big Ten, he wasn't healthy, right? It no, you're right. He his ankle up, and he was kind of uh, rehabbing that back. But when he's full go and same with wow. his brother, I mean, those, those two special. on the court at the same time are, are hard to beat. It's fun. And you know who, <laughs> else, really is is. E- you know who else is efficient is Monica Cesano. I mean, her. I mean, ten of eleven last she's night. She's almost at seventy percent on the season now. I know. Think about that. I mean, she is just. She makes it look so easy. They are so well coached with Jan Jensen. It's amazing how they can use both hands. There, there's yep. there's no wasted motion in their post moves. They get the ball perfectly from Caitlin with momentum going to the. You know how important that is, Adam, to get the yep. ball where you, the momentum takes you to the back. It's just. It's a fun. It's beautiful to watch. It really is. Yeah, if you're a post, and again. You're anywhere in the Midwest or wherever. I think you got to give Iowa a look because they've we have just thrown out some really good bigs, um, like you said, that are fundamentally sound. Finish both sides. It's going to be huge for her to come back next year and oh, again, get everybody healthy Great and have this team ready to go again. We're just going to keep getting better. Oh, they're going to be a top ten team preseason next year, assuming they don't just collapse this year. But I think they've almost done enough now to where, I mean, it'll be interesting with Clark and Cesano back. That's 
you could argue that's the top one, two, even as good as anything South Carolina. Now, they're not as good as South Carolina. I watched no. South Carolina the other night. Good God. And but got, as far as scoring goes, they're the number one duo yeah, in the country. But yeah. South Carolina just has freakish athletes at, like, every position. And then, they, I mean, the, the, the girls coming in, are, it, it's amazing how much athleticism they have. But that's why they're ranked number one. And did, are they the defending champion? Who won it last year? Do we? Does anyone? Oh, I, was oh, it South Carolina? I think I think it was, but I wouldn't I I wouldn't say that I, definitively. But I think they did. I, I can look it up during the break. But man, but like I said, this is a this is a fun seat. This is going to be a fun la- final month, I think, for both teams. And Adam, don't you know? It looks like the women, if they can stay in a role, are going to get to host. I mean, don't you think if if they can? Well, they got. I mean, Maybe. this game Monday is huge. I'm, I've been hearing that. Are you guys both going? Uh, to Michigan, the Michigan game Sunday. Yes. I am. Or, yeah. Are you going, Adam? Sunday. Uh, I'm I mean. gonna try. We've got a. My daughter's got a tournament here in Iowa City. It's local, so that that works out well. So if things open up time wise, what's starting time? Done, Three. and we don't have a game, then we'll try to definitely head over there. I've been told that it's gonna be. I know Susan Harmon's gonna be covering it for Hawk Fanatics. She's looking forward to it. And it's. I mean, it's gonna be a great atmosphere over there. Got, and, have you been hearing it's, that it could it's be twelve? Almost a sellout. It is almost a sellout. All that is left is singles. So that means there's going to be at least 14,000. Yes. That's uh-huh. going to be, wow, that'll be good. That'll be so great for the team. And now the weather's going to be uh, great. 50, isn't it? Yes. People will be, t- are you going to tailgate? <laughs> no. <laughs> three, three in the afternoon on a Sunday? I don't think so. So um, <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be 50. When's the 50 coming, Captain? Uh, it's 40 uh, this weekend and yeah, 50 kind of on Monday. On 50. Oh. It's not going to be there, I don't think. Okay, so Sunday it's going to be in the upper 40s. You could tailgate. No, it's going to be uh, uh, around. Sunday's going to be like 39. Okay, yeah. 40, you could tailgate in that time. I could. You put well, a... Oh, I've done it. Yes. Sure, <laughs> you, could, sure you, can. you could start on Sunday and then on Monday it'll be 50. And then just tailgate all through the night. Yeah. Sure. You yeah. know, so, but. Okay, um, as far as the Big Ten, um, you think right now Purdue is the best team in the conference, if you had to pick one? I do. I think uh, top to bottom, I think they're, they're going to be hard to beat. I, I like them with Ivy and you know, every, everybody else that compliments. I mean, they're, just, they're a stacked team. They get the bigs, the guards. They're, they're a good team. You know, Ivy's um, really struggling from three-point range. I mean, he's been in this, this horrendous – Stretch, but yep. he's so athletic, he can compensate in other ways. So, do you think Zach Eady comes back, or do you think he's ready for the NBA? I think he's ready for. I mean, what's he going to do? Yeah. I think you get him in NBA. He's so big, and he's actually got a nice little shot, nice little touch. I don't think another year of college gets him any more okay. better. I, I think you get it to the league and use your size, and they can use him for spot minutes. He's just. Uh, Personally, I'd like to see him out of there. He's a tough matchup for us. We he really have many people to, to really pound on him. Where does Matt Painter find these huge centers? Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. Well, Haas was from he, Alabama, I believe, and this guy's from Canada, on Toronto. <laughs> uh, but, no, I know what you mean. It is, it's amazing. Now, they better win this year because look, Travion Williams is going to be gone. Jay Nivey's going to the He's NBA. Gone. Zach Eady's going to be I mean, they're going to be a completely different team next year. Yep. So this is their time they got to cash in. So Tom, let's see. Well, we got. You know what I was going to say too is, um, you know, kind of like Fran. Really, I think Izzo kind of brought it up. I, mean, I think we do have Player of the Year and Coach of the Year oh. <clears throat> here at Iowa. I mean, Definite as much as yeah. Purdue's doing their thing in Illinois, some of those teams were coming back with a lot. Yep. We came back really with the thought of boy, an NIT would be great. We got a whole bunch of new bodies. We got, you know, guys in all different roles. We lost two guys in the league. I mean. 
that's kind of like Purdue losing everybody, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're making a big push and going to be top five in the in the Big Ten and you know a tournament team. That's where we're at. And I, agree, I yeah. never. I'm not saying I never expected it, but we just got better. And you know, I don't. I don't think anybody thought Keegan would have this kind of production no. along with his no brother. Way. They they no. really took this team over. It's a three person. It's it's Coburn, Keegan, and Johnny Davis. I think. And I think a lot of it's going to depend on how the teams finish down the stretch. But I think you could go, you could, yeah. you could pick any one of those three, and it would be okay. So yeah. we'll see. But. The thing with Keegan, though, he's 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 taking this team again. Those other guys had all puzzle pieces around them. We lost a lot. Yeah, and, no, and I think that, that gives that him an edge. I agree. Yeah, he's taken over a lot of big games where he's had you know thirty-seven points against Nebraska, which it's Nebraska. But then you know that game against Michigan State the other night. I mean, he really dominated for yeah, a while. Sure did. And, he could have had 35, 38 points if he really pressed it, but he didn't. He just he takes what the game gives him and uh, is so efficient and fluid out there. I, I just I think it'd be hard to not give him the Player of the Year award. And then he sees when his brother was hot in the second half and defers to his brother, which is yep. nice. So anything else, Tom? We got Adam. We got um, um, Cla- one, one quick. We question. got Clarissa Chung coming on at nine thirty to talk about Iowa women's wrestling. This is going to be interesting. What do you got? So back no, to the back to the player of the year thing with Keegan. Do you think Iowa has to make some kind of a, a dive in the Big Ten tournament or NCAA's for him to get that honor? Uh, when do they get that honor? It's right after. Or is it right before? Or right after Big Ten play? Um, or I'm trying to think of when they give that I think, award. I think if we make a run here and, and we win the next two games, you know, um, that's going to be huge. I mean, we're going to be in a good position, uh, Big Ten, towards mm-hmm. with the last yeah. two games there. I think he's done the body of work that he needed to do throughout the year. Um, again, Illinois losing last night and some of those. I mean, those teams, again, we knew they were going to be top ten good coming in, mm-hmm. and we didn't with Iowa. And Keegan's taking this team where we're ranked. And, now, Johnny you know, Davis has surprised me. I didn't expect Johnny Davis to be this good, but I did true. expect yeah, Wisconsin. That's, that's true. I did expect Wisconsin to probably be a little bit better than Iowa, but not as good as they've been. To me, it comes down to Johnny Davis and yeah. and Keegan. So we'll see. And I think it's going to be how they finish. But, God, just to be having this conversation is incredible. It's fun, isn't it? It really is. So, Adam Hay, as usual, we appreciate this. Hopefully next time we talk to you, well, um, we, we won't talk to you on Monday, but we could have two games. I mean, they play next Monday against North. We'll have two games under the belt the next time we talk to you, so hopefully there'll be two wins. Okay, that sounds good. All right, have a good weekend. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend. Yep. Yep. We'll see you. Yep. I'm with Adam, though. I, I do think it comes – to me, Johnny Davis and Wisconsin have been almost as big a surprise as Iowa. Uh, the Iowa and Wisconsin, I looked over some of the preseason predictions, and, of course, though that's always a crapshoot, but they had Iowa, Wisconsin, 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Wisconsin's you know, been slightly better than Iowa this year. They're ahead of them in the have, standings. Yeah. So it'll, my predi- I'm guessing it's going to be Johnny Davis. There was a lot of people saying a while back that Coburn had it locked up. I don't, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Uh-huh. I mean, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a double-double waiting to happen, but... I don't. Last night didn't help. Last night didn't help, and he fouled out, which is. Uh... He's very limited in what he can do. That's well, why, he is. That's why people are saying that he's a fringe NBA player. That they think he can go and be a backup. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I've seen centers in the NBA that were worse than him. Oh yeah. So it, I, I wouldn't rule. I mean, I think he's going to make an NBA roster, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, it'll be interesting to see how good he is. All righty, we got our call. All right. Is this Clarissa? Hi, this is Clarissa. Hey, Clarissa. Clarissa. This is um, Pat Hardy, and you got Tom Suter and 
Captain Steve here with KCJJ Radio. We really appreciate you coming on. We we know you're busy. I, I can tell you're busy just from trying to arrange some time for you to come on here. But we, our listeners are really excited about the starting of the Iowa women's wrestling program. And just just your thoughts. I mean, what? Just talk about the you know being the first, being the coach pick to get this thing going. What's that mean oh, to you? Oh my god. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on the show. Um, it's it's been great. A lot to learn. Still learning every day. Super excited to um, really get the program started and build the team of hammers. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are you like right now? You're. Out, I've been following the recruiting. We've been posting the stories on Hawk Fanatic. I mean, you're you're landing some great athletes, some very accomplished. Who are you recruiting against? That's one of the questions some of the listeners have. They're like, who are you going up against right now? Because how many other programs are there right now that's in Iowa's position that has already announced that they're going to be a full-fledged program? But So who's your toughest competition? Um, well, there's over 100 and probably 15 college programs out there for women's wrestling, um, and the numbers grow day, every day. Um, wow. Wow. So, yeah, so there's a lot of NAIA Division two and three. There's a couple of Division one. Uh, I was the only and first. Uh, Power Five conference institution. They start women's wrestling and really trying to encourage others to get it going. Um, uh, I would say between that and different regional training centers, okay. other opportunities to go, you know, train at different places, but maybe um, their education uh, pieces will look a little bit different for like any potential like student athletes that want to go that route okay so, so yeah. in in your first year then you'll probably have to be going against uh some of the naia teams or some of the lower division teams to fill out your schedule yeah i i would imagine that i imagine you know i mean like i said like it seems like almost daily another school is popping up so who really? knows how many division like i don't see us having 40 Division One uh, college programs popping up in one year, but maybe we don't know. Right now, it, it's just the three of us. But yeah, I if if the it comes when we start, you know, really getting our team out there in the collegiate programs, uh, fall of 2023, it probably will be competing against Division Two, Three, and NAIA. Um, obviously, I'd want to get our hands on the other division mm-hmm. one program um yeah so how important was it to you uh to how influential was it that iowa is known for for collegiate wrestling how important was that f- for you in in accepting the job yeah here? the success of the men how yes. can it help the women's program oh gosh um you know that was something that my significant other asked me was you know, one like your goals of being a Division One coach, where where would it be? You know, and it was a no brainer that it was Iowa. You know, because of the community, because of the knowledge that everyone, every fan, every person, whether you know they are former national champions of the men's program, all Americans, whatnot, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that came through the Hawkeye wrestling program. Um, at University of Iowa, it goes far deep and wide, right? It's it's probably almost a century deep sure. of like history of 
Iowa men's wrestling program. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, really the community and the support, no better place than Iowa. So I think it was a huge, huge um, that Iowa was the first um, huge support, not only from the community, but from the men's wrestling program. Mm-hmm. I mean, the co- coach brands, um, the whole coaching staff, uh, Spencer Lee, a lot of the athletes on the men's team speak out about, you know, all in full-fledged 100% support of women's wrestling, and um, it being here is good for the sport. So and of course you I'm have, excited to work alongside them. <laughs> and, of course, you have the Iowa weather, too. That I, No, I, I kid, I kid. I, I've noticed you recruit all over. I mean, you just recently got a commitment from an uh, – a girl in California. Just what is your recruiting philosophy? Are you willing to go anywhere in this country to find the best prospects? Yeah, and I'm not opposed to going international okay. too. You know, there's a there's you know different challenges trying to go international. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to go far and wide. I know I also want to keep you know Iowa in Iowa as sure. well. You know, mm-hmm. I got the opportunity yesterday to um, speak at the Coach Gable Awards, you know, for, you know, Mr. and Miss Dan Gable Award, which are, you know, a voted on of, like, really the best wrestler award kind of thing. Um, And it was great to see, you know, a lot of the athletes, both on the men and women's side, chose to continue their college career in the state of Iowa, you know, mm-hmm. not just University of Iowa. There was a handful that's going to University of Iowa. There's one one female that's going to go to Grandview. There's a guy that's going to go to Iowa State. Another one's going to go UNI, you know. It's like these, these, you know, young athletes want to stay in Iowa, and I want to keep them here too. <laughs> has, has the new facility, uh, the planned facility, have you been able to use that as a, a nice recruiting tool so far? Yeah, you know, that really is the, the beauty about Iowa is the culture, the people, what's been established already sells itself. You know, I understand we are going to be, you know, a program that is new, you know, and my expectations is no different, right? Mm-hmm. So really the new facility is just a bonus with the cherry on top, you know, because they walk into the wrestling room currently and they're they're in awe of what it is, you know, what it feels like, what it what it you know, it it's it's like I was talking to Mark Ironside yesterday and he was like, Man, if those walls could talk, it's that <laughs> amount of battles that had happened, amount of scraps that have happened in that wrestling room, you know, amongst legends, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it, it was in that room. So it, kind of, it was a little bit of a bittersweetness for him in the sense of, yeah, great new facility, but man, there's something nostalgic and raw and pure that a lot of great things had happened in that room, sure. or still happening in that room. Mm-hmm. Right? Now the sport, the women's sport compared to the men, are they the same strengths that you need to be good on them is are they similar i mean do points score the same way uh, the same qualities that tom brands looks for in a re- is that what you do are they that similar the sports are or how are they different um so the rules are different um women's wrestling compete in freestyle wrestling re- 
rather mm-hmm. than folk style okay. wrestling. And freestyle wrestling is an international style. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as far as what I'm looking for, you know, hardworking, like uh, competitive, good good people on and off the mat, you know, um, all of that stays the same, you know, because it, it is, you know, it's wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, we, we, we doesn't matter like how talented a person is right they got to put in the work they got to show the heart and have that drive kind of thing so and looking at your athletic career what you've accomplished i mean obviously you walk into a, a recruit's house you've got instant credibility how much when you're selling this program now how much do you talk about what you've accomplished or do they already know that by the how much do you talk about that stuff in Iowa do you kind of intertwine that because obviously what you've accomplished has got to be something that you promote I mean because they know what they're you know what you've accomplished is what they want to do you know I feel that's where I need to be better because I don't really sell myself and what I've done and um but I sometimes will say you know I know what it takes to get to that level yeah obviously Um, (laughs) But I don't, I don't like, like, boasting about myself, and um, maybe I need to get more comfortable about that um, because at the end of the day, it's not about what I've done and um, what I have accomplished, but what I continue to want to do to help these student athletes reach their goals. You know, it's not about me. Sure, no, I know. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe in my athletic career it was, and now it's like, okay, like so. I, I typically don't talk about like. You're too humble. Like, what I. <laughs> no, I can understand that, sure. but it is something you do have a unique thing to sell. I mean, what what you've accomplished. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you. I was looking at your. You taught English to kindergarten students in Japan in 2008. If I'm am I reading that right? Yeah, I did. I did. How, how did that um, come about? Yeah. Well, Coach Tadaki Hata, he wrestled at Oklahoma State. Um, He has a connection in Japan. And really, in 2007, I thought my last, like, go at it would be in, like, 2008. Um, And so I thought I'd set something else, something up for myself, like, post-wrestling athletic career, and thought I'd give teaching English in Japan a try because I love you know, the culture, I studied the language, um, I just, you know, you know, it, women's wrestling is big in Japan, mm-hmm. and I thought I could, you know, the idea was to stay connected in wrestling and help, you know, the wrestling programs out there alongside teaching English and maybe become more fluent in the language. Um, and, yeah, I it, it didn't... You know, I didn't come out being fluent in the language. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, my my time there was a, li- a little bit shorter than I anticipated um, because of my experience in 2008 okay. Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't feel that I, I was done. You okay, know? okay that makes prior sense. To it, I, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. Speaking of Japan, oh, go ahead, Tom. Um, I was just going to ask, so far, you're just getting into this, but so far, have you run into, uh, what are some of the most significant hurdles you've run into so far? Um, really, um, you know, I think for me, like, that's a good question, because I, I feel like I'm learning every day, and I'm, I, 
I think it's like how to break up like what I can offer scholarship wise. Okay. Uh-huh. I think that's Good. the challenging part for me because I want to, you know, I like I feel for, you know, it's hard. Right? No, it's I know. I understand it's, what you mean. Yeah. The, that's the business side of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's an area that, you know, I can grow in for sure. As far as, you know, um, and each, each time I go through it, I, I, I get more and more comfortable with that uncomfortable conversation. Oh, right? no, that's mm-hmm. got to be hard, though. Uh, you got so many athletes that you're trying to distribute a certain amount of... Uh, how many do you have? Is it how many scholarships do you have? Um, well, starting off, I don't have, like, what I'll end up having. Um, I'll mm-hmm. eventually have, same as the guys, 9.9. 9.9. Um, but I don't start off with that. And I think it was, like, a smart move from the administration for me to not spend all my money in one year <laughs> okay no that makes sense that makes yeah. Yeah. no yeah that, that now so when this job when you first heard about this did you apply right away i mean can you kind of talk about how you got introduced to this and and how the hiring process went did you jump how did you find out about this i mean how um yeah there was talks about iowa starting the program women's dressing program like a year ago mm-hmm. you know we i was working with USA Wrestling. Uh, we came out to Corvo and had an event, you mm-hmm. know, because of COVID. We were trying to figure out how to create competition amongst our athletes in the nation. And we created an event called Captain's Cup and met Barbara Brooks for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, she stopped by our training camp and so had known about the talks of it a year ago. Um, so it was in my mind, like, wow, it's, that's, that, what an opportunity, you know, as far as great things coming ahead for women's wrestling being in a power five conference division one program. Um, so when it was announced officially that they were going to start it and that they're going to look to hire, it was in September and, you know, had conversations with like people I'm closest to as far as you know exactly going back to what I said if if division one college wrestling is what I wanted to do where would I see myself okay Mm -hmm. so it was yeah have to go for it. <laughs> so in, in your first year of competition, I mean, are you the wrestlers that you get on board first? What are they going to do competition-wise? Are they going to just wrestle kind of unattached in tournaments, or how's that going to work? Yep, exactly. So the the current athletes that are, like, committed, signed, you know, mm-hmm. um, that will be in the first year, they will be – considered red shirt and so they would compete in open competition as unattached and um whether it's the college open competition definitely want them on and they want to be on like the the international scene so they want their chance at whether their age group nationals world team trials um senior level junior level u20 like u23 level yeah so did i hear you earlier say that iowa is now one of three Power Five programs, uh, uh, or maybe I didn't hear no. it right. Uh, and if no. not, uh, are there any other Power Five programs that are as far along as Iowa right now, as far as with women's yeah. wrestling? No. So there's 
Iowa is one of three Division One programs, and they're the only Power Five. Program. Okay. Who are the other two Division Ones? Can you say who that is? Yeah, Sacred Hearts University okay. and Presbyterian. Okay. So I would common sense would say, doesn't that give you a big advantage being that you're first? How much does that help you? Or am I reading too much in it? Are you at an advantage being first of a power five? Um, uh, I would say I'm at an advantage because who wouldn't want to come to Iowa? Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. That but makes sense. W- with that said, you know, um, it's not for everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, and, you know, expectations of, you know, what we can offer in some areas might not be the same as other areas and what we can offer here may not be different there, whatnot. Right. So it, yeah. Okay. So I feel, yeah. So will the men and women ever work out together? How, well, how, how will that, will that ever happen? Can train together? Uh, yeah. If uh, like coach brands had mentioned that, um, yeah, if, if needed, if, if able to definitely okay. like, we're not opposed to that. Okay. Speaking yeah. of Coach Brands, will you be as fiery as he and his brother are during matches when matches start happening? <laughs> You've seen how he – I mean, I, I find myself yeah. watching him and Terry as much as the match. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to let anyone down, but I don't <laughs> think I could bring that level of, like, you know, because they are unique and they are their own, and I love it. And so true. I, yeah. I am and I'm not going to try to be them, so – yeah. And I saw that, I know you went to college, you attended college in Missouri. So you're used to this weather, even though you grew up born and raised in Hawaii, you're used to this, the weather's not that big of a factor, or or is it something you find annoying? Because Tom, we've lived here all our lives and we still get annoyed. I'm getting sick of it. I mean, is, have you adjusted yet to the weather? Um, You know, that's funny. The first week uh, I was here, it was like a lot of like, single digits, negative degrees, whatnot. And then all of a sudden one day it was 20 degrees and everyone was like, oh, it's a nice day. And I started laughing and I was like, wow, for me, and it's all relative, right? A Uh nice day is for me, 60s and 70s. Yes. But to Iowa, it's 20s and 30s. And, (laughs) you you know, after, yeah, after a month in, I get it. I'm like, yep. Yeah. It is a nice day. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna say exactly that same thing this weekend after you know going through snowstorm and cold weather because this weekend's yeah. gonna be in the the 40s and you're gonna say wow what a nice day. What's she gonna say in late right. July early August when it's 93 and the humidity is 70 percent? Finally. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you what you, what you were saying about Japan. Their rest. Could you recruit Japan or do they all stay home to to wrestle? Is that a, a market that you could see yourself tapping? Oh, yes. That's definitely a market I'm seeing myself tapping for okay. sure. Okay. Um, the hard part right now is COVID. Um, sure. Just the, culturally, they're, they're, uh, they, they're very much more um, cautious around, around all that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I've talked to some athletes wanting to come out and visit, but dependent on the COVID situation, yeah. you know, and they're really hesitant to travel sure. because of that. So that's 
Yeah, well, we're going to get be. through that. Eventually, we're going to get yeah. get through this getting and hopefully closer. Get, getting closer back to normal times. Tom, do you have anything else? Oh, gosh, we could talk well, to you forever. We do, but I know she's busy. But we got one question. Clarissa, we have one last question. We, we asked this to all the Iowa athletes and coaches, and Tom's the one that asked this. And remember, we are a radio station, and hopefully you like music because that, that's going to be this question. Okay, so Clarissa, this is going to be a hard question. But it, we have gotten some great answers to this. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Okay. Gary Barta picks up the phone and says, Clarissa, I need your help. We're a little short of money this year, and we need to hire a band, a singer, or an act to fill up Kinnick Stadium. Mm-hmm. Who is Clarissa Chun going to hire? Oh, man. See, that's hard because it has to be – Right. Yeah. Now you're saying it's a local thing. It Who can, I'm going to say, probably no one knows. It could be anyone you want. I'll tell you, Tom Brand said, didn't he say Dwight Yoakam? Yes. Tom Brand said Dwight Yoakam. So it can be anybody yeah. you want. I know, see, but then it has to be like where people, like, because if they're going to fill up Kinnick, it's got to be to the market of the people well, in Iowa, Well, that's a good point. Right? That, okay, that yes. Point. So I would say Turnpike Troubadours. I don't know. I Turn would, I would go with that. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Captain, what, what's your thoughts on that? It'll never work. <laughs> <laughs> I like the answer, you know, though. I like I it. did, too. I, no, I like, hey, it's, uh, there is no right or wrong answer nope. to this one. And... Well, yes, Megan Gustafson's oh. answer was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we asked Megan Gustafson. You remember, she was the former star of women's basketball. And twice we asked her, and she said the UI pet band. Cause she, she, couldn't, she wanted to keep it with Iowa. But there is no wrong answer with this. No. And, no, and Clarissa, fun. this was a lot of fun. It was good fun getting to know you. I'm really excited about the future. Of women's wrestling, and I know this state is too. I've talked to so many people. Yes, just your just how to talk about one last thing. How the state of Iowa seems to be embracing this. I'm sure you've sensed that. Oh my gosh, no better place, nowhere else in this country or world gets it like this. It's amazing, and I thank you all. Okay, awesome. All right, well, Clarissa, we'll good luck with everything, again. and yeah, we'll do this again sometime down the road. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks. So had you heard of that band? No. I, I think I have. Hunter? I've heard the name. You heard of them? What, what's the name? Truck Stop Troubadours. Turnpike, Turnpike Troubadours. Troubadours. Turnpike Troubadours. Yeah. I said truck stops. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Turnpike Troubadours. No, I, I, just, I just. Hunter's heard of them. You, so you haven't heard of them at all. I'm going to look no. them up. No. I thought that was a good answer, though. You yeah. don't think they'd. It was a fun know. answer, for sure. Now, I, what if they had. Um, <laughs> Mick um, Jagger running it. No, oh no! I was going to say like if they had like Pink Floyd or the Beatles for, opening for them. The the, the two <laughs> remaining that would help. That would work. If Ringo and Paul agreed to open that for would them, work. do you think that would help? Uh, yes, and uh, and Jesus ascending the stadium. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if Jim Morrison actually was not ever dead and he came back? To be like a trail of vomit. He'd be through, seventy through Gate C. Let's see. He was born in forty three. How old would he be? Well, I was born in 49. It'd be uh, uh, 80. So you think if yeah, he was still alive, you think it'd still just be LSD and booze and be 79. vomit and yeah. stuff? Yeah, 79, 80. I think yeah. he would have changed. At 79, no. I don't think he's still booze. No. You think he'd still just drunk every day at LSD? Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. that's how I envisioned. That was a fun interview. Anything she say surprising? No, she was great. No. No, she really is. She really is great. It was interesting. I, she, she doesn't like talking about herself, but I think she has to a little bit, doesn't she? 
I, I think so. I think she has to. I mean, she's, she's an Olympic bronze medal. I think she has to sell. She is really But you brilliant. can tell how tr- troubled I mean, she is by bragging. Don't you think? She's really brilliant. Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, her, her, I mean her, she's really her smart. Profile. I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah. her profile is very impressive. It, I won't say it surprised me, but uh, the uh, recruiting in Japan I find intriguing. I do, too. Well, and I wanted to follow up with that quicker because when she said that, and I mean, I've heard their women's wrestling over there is mm-hmm. incredible. I mean, it's and so well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, this is I applaud I Iowa for doing it. this. I watched like fifteen or twenty minutes of it. It was on some channel, maybe CBS Sports or something. But yeah, I mean, she, she was really good. No, yeah, she's and the she brands very bright. The brands brothers have embraced it. I, the cooperation between the men and women is going to be huge. In That's this thing. fantastic. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun watching this thing grow from the ground up. So. Um, well, should we take a break? I think we should. Um, refill my water bottle, and then mm-hmm. we can go off the rails a little bit if we choose. A lot can happen in 30 minutes. Sure can. No, I- <laughs> none of it good. Especially yeah. if the phone lines are working. <laughs> 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the Corridor. Proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Valbo Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique. 
From their New York-style thin crust, Chicago-style deep dish, to stuffed pizza when you want it. Pebbles Pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special. Either a two-topping extra-large thin crust or single-topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Pebbles, South Gilbert and Iowa City, Cross Park Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials. And get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at FalboBrothersPizza.com. Falbo Brothers Pizza. Buy the pie or buy the slice. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Players Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Iowa City is now open for lunch at 11 a.m., seven days a week. Stop in for big specialty burgers, Tex-Mex tacos, soups, salads, and more. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features gourmet hot dogs, including the famous Iowa dog, covered in bacon, corn relish, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has indoor and outdoor seating, plus carryout and delivery through CHOMP. Daily deals and the full menu are available online at playersic.com or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyoke Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoke Inn has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, family-style service, and historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke Inn is like a warm hug. Now, serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. 
Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. From the Hurtin and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtin and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making the sun is back today, but it is going to be a little chilly, partly cloudy up to 25 for a high this afternoon. The wind northwest at 5 to 15 will keep the wind chill in the single digits to teens here most of the day. Clear tonight, 11 for a low tomorrow. Sunny, 40 on Sunday, 42. We're talking 50 on Monday, and it looks like we will stay dry through most of next week with temperatures in the mid to upper 40s through most of the week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630. KCJJ. Currently it's 12. KCJJ Weather. Brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful. Morning to you. No, they're wrong. I'm not responding to people on Twitter anymore. No, they're wrong. They are wrong. I'm sure some of it goes to processing administration, but... I personally have been involved with the Roundup with Hy-Vee for table to table. They absolutely come up with the that's yeah, what I thought and they match it I was just surprised oh, at how it, much no. fee, at how much um, f- feedback I, I don't even know what the word is how people just lashed out saying you're an idiot for a hack for giving that money away it's corporate <laughs> scam what I mean, is for that? giving yeah. away 37 cents <laughs> 32 <laughs> Well, the one lady in front of me, her order was like twelve eighty nine, and she, it would have been eleven cents. So, I, what I think these people are saying is nine of those eleven cents would have went to corporate greed, no. and I'm just a gullible sheep. Who, you know, I mean, whatever. But no, no I didn't. Have, no, people they're miserable come, human beings. People have always asked me, and they have. We've done. How long have we done the radiothon? For twenty four years, uh, twenty five yeah. years. Yeah. And they always say, "Well, what are you getting out of it?" And we don't get anything. We don't get anything out of it i mean never other than the fact that you're helping your community well but i yeah money. i mean that's it yeah yeah money yeah we don't get any money out no of it. no no we lose money like when i do yes. high v and they, i always i always have them rounded up because i trust what they're doing and we don't deduct it and like you said, the way a lot of these people are described, just open fraud. You can't just get away with no, open. You, it, you can't just say, hey, give me your money, and we're not going to take I any have, of I have found that the people on Twitter and the people that designed the new app on Facebook that is ridiculous uh, are uh, imbeciles. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi, uh, some of us love you no matter what you do. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, do you know that next Tuesday is the first baseball home baseball game? Yes. yes. We mentioned that on Wednesday. Yep. Who is it? Who are they playing? Is it Loris? Loris. Loris. And it's supposed to be in the high 40s. Yeah. Yes, I'll be there. All right. Where are you going to park? Where are you going to park? <laughs> I just take a sleeping bag, crawl into it, and I'm comfortable. Where are you going to park? Uh... Right there, I usually park right over there by uh, the rec center. Okay, you'll just pay the meter until 4.30. Make, make sure yeah. you... Um, do you have one of those apps to pay your meter? Because they don't take change anymore. Ew, no. I'm just giving you a heads up. You have to download this app to pay because, yeah, there's no... There's no, there's no, no, ca- no, no nothing? Ca- no, no more change. So what do 
what do they do to us appless people? Well, you get one warning, which I've already had, but now I've got the, uh, and then you get a $16 ticket. Oh, jeez. Do you have well, a smart? Yeah. Do you have a smartphone? No, my my uh, son's going to try and get me one. Okay. Yeah. My get. phone's very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a smartphone, but it's not that brilliant. No, I'm just giving you a heads up. It's different over there now. That ever since COVID, there is no more coin feeds no anymore. More coin no, things. it's all it's all this app you have to do, and it's uh, a lot of people say they like it. I would. Mu- I'm, I'm a dinosaur. I'd much rather. Just I'm not, a, I'm, well, yeah. I'd so much rather I'm put a couple quarters in. So I'm just giving you a heads up, but no, I'm quarters in for it, six minutes. It doesn't take <laughs> one quarter for it twelve minutes. Doesn't take a credit card, a debit card. One quarter takes about thirteen. I'm not sure if it minutes. does or not. All the people I know minutes. use these apps. Yeah, but I think, I think they take. I think. Yeah, if you want to use a credit card to pay for a half an hour of parking. I mean, uh, well, I use my debit card downtown. Well, how do, you, how do you stick a credit card in there? There's a slot. I have a slot. Yeah. I'm not sure if some of these do though. I'm not. I'm do not they sure. They have those little. Um, those little lines, you can go to a, a gas station and stick your card right up on one of those things where that I don't those know. little lines. They look that I don't know. Real no. small and go bigger and bigger, rounded. Okay. Yeah, they stop. They stop enforcing the meters, I believe, at four thirty, don't they? Or is it five? Yeah, I think it's four thirty. So yeah, I just figured I'd give you a heads up. But yeah, no baseball. They got a big tournament. They're you know they're down in Texas this weekend. Where's the softball team? Don't know. You guys just read it off like you guys just read it off like a half an hour ago. Well, I didn't. Uh, It's got to be here somewhere because it didn't. Softball at uh, Notre Dame spring games versus Notre Dame. Uh, But yeah, but they're not obviously in South Bend. They're somewhere. I mean, the baseball team. Uh, Well, yeah, they're obviously somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere south. I just, I mean, you guys read it off earlier this morning. That's where I heard it. Do you remember where the softball's playing? Leesburg, Florida. Okay, and the baseball teams Florida. in Texas. Yeah. Yes. Baseball teams in Corpus, Corpus Christi. Christi. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. And how do you think the women looked last night? All right. I mean, Rutgers isn't very good. I think so. they need to work a little bit on rebounding and uh, especially on uh, their uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> not fouls, but turnovers. Turnovers. Yeah. Uh, if Caitlin hadn't taken over in the fourth quarter, we may well have uh, dropped that one. They struggle against athletes. Yeah, they do. They just do. Yeah, they do. They struggle in games where it's a race to and get then, to the and ball. And then uh, <laughs> poor um, Caitlin Farage thinks we're playing football. She really passes that ball. Yeah, sometimes she makes some ill-advised, but you got to get you got that's if you got to live with a little bit of that, you'll do that to get the good. Yeah. So. To get thirty-two nine and nine, it's. Uh, but they don't win that game without Cesano either. Yeah, no, it's too that's bad true. she didn't get one more, one more assist and one more rebound. Yep. Yeah. And she would have had a triple double. Yeah, numbers and, and, and yeah. Then that, she did miss a couple of free throws, which is unusual. Unusual. She would she would tell you, I just want to win. Yeah. And I don't care how. No, that's right. And, uh, yeah, Caitlin uh, was was fun to watch last night. A stat I, stuffer. That, there was a, a time in there where every time uh, Rutgers got down to shoot a ball, they called Iowa for a foul. Uh-huh. And I couldn't see some of those fouls. It's just clear. The officials are just out to get Iowa. They are. The men, the women, they're just <laughs> against Iowa. And it just has to end. It's not fair. 
Right, Tom? Sure. It's just not fair. Captain, aren't the officials out to get Iowa? Yes, every time. Well, every time. Out to get them, but I just have a blind eye. It's an injustice that has to end. My, the thing that, <laughs> that I have always questioned is, okay, why is it when a team's outgunned like Rutgers was outgunned last night on paper, okay, when Iowa comes in there, they suddenly become a good shooting team. They shot way above their normal average. I blame it on the officials. Well, sometimes if you're a poorer team, you do better against the top teams because you want to show somebody something. So you're out there. uh, Every time a good team goes to play, they have to play against a team that's trying to do their darndest. Yeah, that's true. I still blame it on the officials. I blame it on the officials. Yeah, well, let's do Or Trump. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, blame it on Trump. Let's (laughs) blame it on Trump. It's either the officials or Trump, one of the two. The officials or Trump. Yep, there you go. Okay, well, let's let's hope the guys can get to Nebraska tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight? Tonight, that's right. I think it's 8 o'clock. It It is. Um, FS1. FS1, 8 o'clock, 8.07. Not just 8 o'clock, 8.07, those last seven minutes. And then we also have our gymnastics girls on Big Ten Network. All right. So, All right, Karen. Have a good later. weekend. Thanks, Karen. Yeah, I, I joke about the officials. I just get so tired of the official narrative. They're out to get it. It's, it's diff, you know, the officials aren't perfect, but they don't cheat Iowa any more than any other team. It's just ridiculous. To, and I'm not saying that's what Karen was saying, but, this, I mean, there does seem to be a lot of bitching about officials. Yeah, well, it's unfortunately human nature. You know, they know, bitch but, about everything, as we are seeing. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't think the officials go into games with a bias. All right, we're out to get Iowa tonight because we don't like No, them. no, I don't either. I, don't, I just don't see that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Karen, Karen was saying no, that. No, I don't think she was either. But it just seems like there's lots of times where narratives after games, Iowa loses, turns into a, just a, an official bashing. Hello. Yeah, <clears throat> have you ever seen uh, a game at uh, Oregon's uh, arena? I can't. It's yes, hard to that watch on floor TV. Is it's terrible. It's hard to watch on TV. I hate nope. it. It almost gives you a headache. It does. How do you know where the three point line is? Yeah, it's you can barely see it. No, it's annoying. It's terrible. Annoying. <laughs> they were on last night. I know. UCLA played them, and they beat UCLA. Yeah, probably I didn't. Yeah, they ended up winning. That's a big win for them. They're on the verge of maybe getting back on the tournament bubble, but that court is so hard to watch on TV. Yeah, what is it? I'm not. It's trees. It's 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 like evergreen trees. Why? Just Google it. Just Google it. You'll see. Because it's Oregon. It's just it just to be Oregon. I mean, with their funky uniforms and everything. It just to me, it doesn't work though. I would hate it. It it doesn't work at all for me. Uh Uh-uh. They're at center court, deep in the woods. <laughs> yes, it's a bunch of wooded, wooded trees, like drawings that kind of surround the whole perimeter of the court. It's just bizarre. It's, it's distracting. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you though. It's Collins. almost as distracting as the blue field Which at I, I Boise. Mean, that's stupid too. I agree, and I blame that on the officials. Why and would nice. that be good for either team? I don't know. No, you blame that on the officials, Captain. No, I, I, You're figuring out a way to blame it on Trump, aren't you? Well, I'm. You know, you're just going to come right out and say that Trump, Trump. Endo- Trump endorsed believe, that court, right? I believe uh, that was his idea. <laughs> he, he said, uh, "Let's let's make it so that the uh, uh, black players blend in with the uh, with the court." Wow! Now we're getting political and, oh, and racist. Likes, yeah, 
you're going to, you're opening up two doors. <laughs> you said we were going to derail. Hey, yeah, but no, I, idea. I could not watch no, the game last a, night. No, that's ridiculous. I couldn't watch the game last night. I, it was just so annoying. I kept, wait, oh, is he behind the three-point line? I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I changed the channel. Well, how can, I mean, seriously. It's, I know, it's just. And then when the, uh, you, when they imposed the lines, the uh, The shit handshake lines? Bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you imagine Fran coaching with a court <laughs> like that? I, I just, can't imagine anybody. Sometimes no, new and modern is not the answer. No, when sometimes no, just stick with tradition. Completely. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that just to me does not work. I think the basketball court's worse than the blue field. Well, the blue field, unfortunately, had uh, birds I thinking hate, it's a yeah. lake, and they yeah. you know how kill themselves. I mean, uh, yeah, hundreds every year. Yeah. Oh, I mean, hundreds every year. Think about how many birds they're thing. scraping up off that thing. Yeah, but why wouldn't you know that it's That's their gimmick. Birds? That's their thing. That's Yeah, their... so we don't care about the birds. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, that... initially, they probably saved a couple hundred thousand dollars by using a blue turf instead of, you know, your yeah. normal, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it's... carpet land? <laughs> it just does not work. It does not work for me. And Boise's not as good as they used to be. No, they're not. So... Eventually, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they switched. It was okay when they were dominant, but they're, they're still good. But they're, they've gone from being an 11-12-13 win team to a 7-8-9 win team. Uh-huh. They've really kind of tapered off a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see how that blue field stays. But eventually, Oregon's got to get rid of that. I mean, they just it, – it's painful. I, think, I agree. It's painful to watch. It can't be uh... – much fun for the visiting team to come in either. I would think it's distracting. And- well, and I remember covering the Iowa basketball turn- NCAA tournament in 93, my first year on the beat. They played at Vanderbilt where they lost to Wake Forest and Rodney Rogers. I remember. That elevated court. I hated that. Oh, no, elevated court. They had the teams, instead of on the sideline, the teams were at opposing baselines, the bench. I didn't like that either. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I did not. I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm an old curmudgeon who's not who doesn't. No, that well to that court is just it's ridiculous. Well, I don't know how you can how you can play like that. You can't look at the court. I mean, it, it would. I mean, I, I would I, think the teams would. I'd get dizzy. I would think the teams are going. What the hell? No, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't one. think it it favors Oregon either. It, it probably does though. I mean, because well, their players are used. to They it. get used to it. Yeah. Because, like I said, I couldn't find where the three-point line was half the time because it's dark. It's where where it's dark. They don't light in the three-point line, so you can't see it. So I'm guessing there's times where other teams maybe think they're shooting a three and they're not. And they're not. And yeah. No, it just. But I just don't get it. I don't understand what they were trying to achieve just to be different, because it's different. I don't get it. Sure is. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. I mean. Um, with football, there's really only the only really thing you can do with football is change the color of the turf. But that's just, I mean, they uh, finance that court uh, uh, with uh, money, uh, collected people rounding up their money at the, at the grocery. But ninety nine percent of it went just straight to the organ. <laughs> yes, don't it went all to the bigwigs at Oregon because it was a big scam. Big scam. Big scam. So you've, you've worked with – because Heidi yes. doesn't do it a lot, and that's the other thing. A lot of people say, oh, every time I go into a place – no, it's not every time you go. I mean, this was the first roundup I've done somewhere besides Hy-Vee in years. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever done one anywhere but Hy-Vee. This was probably the first one, like I said. And I'll just – I was at – it was Firehouse Subs. First and time I, I always been, will round up east, I, of yeah. course. First time I'll, I'd ever been to Firehouse Subs. I'll, I'll round up, and I don't have a, a problem with that. The, the, what I do have a problem with is, like, if you go to Walgreens, 
Uh-huh. It starts like at five dollars, ten dollars, twenty. That's too much. It should be yeah, no. That's too much. Yeah. Just like tipping things that start at eighteen percent, twenty five percent, thirty percent. I always hit the custom and do my own. I mean, I don't mind tipping. I no, really don't. No, no, I, no I but tip. I'm not going to tip somebody three bucks for a seven dollar sandwich. I mean, <laughs> what's the point in that? Twenty five percent for a, a subway sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's, I generally over tip in that situation because it's such well, a small. But they're putting number. all the burden on the consumer. I understand, yes. but if it's a seven dollar sandwich, you're not going to tip them three dollars. But they're putting all the burden on the consumer, so you they don't have to pay more. I have. First of all, they're getting paid to make the sandwich. But Captain, what they're saying much. is they're maybe not making as much, and they're hoping that the then, consumer will offset it with tips. Of course, then get get an education and get a better job. That's what I say. How do you like that? Scam. I've, I've got, Rigged. <laughs> woke. <laughs> Hello. I asked Ashley Hinton if she wanted to round up, and she ended up in a cattle truck. <laughs> you liked that one, didn't you? You're, you guys are back on the same page. Look at the happiness in here today. It's a bright, go. sunny Friday. You're laughing. Big fun weekend ahead of you. Life yeah. is good, isn't it? Woo! <laughs> Life is good right now. It's so strange. Again, uh, no Iowa basketball on Saturday. No, on Friday night at 8.07. I can't wait. I'm guessing there's going to be people lined up to read our copy at 11.30, 12 o'clock tonight. I mean, it just kills your, of course it does. your traffic. Of course it does. Even if they win, which they're going uh, who wants? To, do you really want to be up at 11.30? Because the game's going to get over 10.15. I could post something right away with no quotes at 10, 20, 10, 30. Who's going to be reading then? Well, not very many people. And then the next morning you can retweet it, but most people have probably moved on from Iowa. Number. These things are make these starting times, they're bad for everybody, but selfishly, they're hard for the media too because there's just not good traffic times. No, that's right. Friday nights are the worst, and then the game. I mean, some of these newspapers, they're not going to get their stories up that have to go do the post game press conference and stuff. They won't get their stories up till 12 15, 12 31 o'clock tonight. That <laughs> was just. I'm sorry. That was that was. He mean? hit it out of the park. It was he, mean. <laughs> it was mean. Oh, it was mean. It was yeah, not, but well, he, he, when I think he, he hit it out of the park. When has he ever been nice about Ashley Hudson? <laughs> That's true. Are you guys gonna ever get? You should try to get her on. We've had her. No, not since she no, became no, a politician. Not, no, it won't be again. If you had her on, would you take calls? Uh, Could you imagine her dealing with calls? To, I can't imagine her dealing with me. No, it would not go over well. No, it would not. Well, she's a re- isn't she a recovering journalist? Isn't that yeah, what she called herself? You know, that did it more than that the, was the, the one fact that, that she just mimics anything they tell her to say that she has not had an original. But the recovering or, journalist, what's that all about? Yeah, that's what pissed me off. Me too. That's like it was okay. a slam of the the media. Yeah, well, I have worked for. I've done this job for 15, 16 years, whatever, and I've been lying to you. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. And it, re, you know. It, it was a cheap it, shot. Yeah. Well, the people of Channel 9. I'm sure they didn't like it. No, not at all. And because they they're, shouldn't. you know, I mean. It was a slap in their face. It's a slap in the face. See, Juwan Howard them. It, it was a figurative slap in the face. You know, okay, if they eliminate the line where the, I mean, don't you think we've all bitched about people leaving early? Yes. Okay. 
Well, maybe people would stick around if they thought there was going to be a brawl to see. Oh, the handshake line? Yeah. yeah. They could promote stay it. around and see what happens. They could promote <laughs> it. They could promote the friction during the game. Well, obviously, there's a couple players for the opposing team yeah. that are not getting along with so-and-so. Let's see what happens in the handshake line. Sponsored by... Yeah, sponsored. By, by, who would, uh, by the, Fairway. <laughs> maybe they could promote the handshake line as a, a you know yeah. a, a chance for chaos. Well, somebody would sponsor it, probably. Stick around after the game, Hawkeye fans. Yeah. Maybe is there like a boxing club here? Yes, in town? there is. Maybe oh, a yeah. boxing club. Which yeah, I can't think of the name of them. But well, there's a ton of them. Yeah. Maybe when you get a couple of them to sponsor. You know, your post-game handshake line. So. There's that one uh, sponsored on, by Knockout Boxing on Highway Six. Yeah. Uh, and Gilbert, where America's the, Carpet Gallery used to be. Yeah, with yeah. the sign, the yeah. round sign. I thought that was the moon when I first, because it was just lit up. Yeah. Uh, wow, the moon is really low. <laughs> Hello. Your post-game handshake brought to you by the Wendy's drive-up crew. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. That would work. Yeah. They're yeah. nicer, though, now. Oh, yeah. I no. went there once, and they treated me like a king. The guy no. asked, he kept asking me for my 12-pack of beer. <laughs> I had a 12-pack of beer riding yeah. shotgun, and he, he asked if he could have one. And the lady with him, she's like, you're working. He's like, who cares? Is, is it that guy that... Older the, guy. He looked like he was probably somewhere between 55 and 70. This one guy is really selling it. And how you doing, oh, it was, Darlin? And, and the lady was yeah, super nice. Great. I felt like a king when I left No, there. I went there yesterday. I wanted to go back in there and order a triple. No, I it, went there a couple weeks ago, and Wopsy was in the car, and the kid was just as nice as yeah, he could be. Had, yeah. a, had a treat for Wopsy. And, so they've no, gone through some changes. Nice. They've yeah. gone through some changes. Some big changes, because they are really nice. Yeah, I mean, it was. I used to go yeah. there. Uh, I used to go there. Uh, yeah, I'd like to place an order if it's okay. You know, just because you're worried that they're going to. Yeah. Lash out at you, take your credit card. And you're not lying about the credit card. No. Because they took no. mine. One no. time. I'm like, can I have my card back? And they're no, like, we gave it back. They, I'm like, no, you didn't. There were two people that were, that running were a working scam, right? there that were just taking credit cards. I was threatening. And they, to, didn't, and they didn't overlap. I was threatening <laughs> to go in there. I'm going I'm to park my car right here in the drive-thru. I'm not moving, and I'm going to come in. And they finally gave me the card back. Well, they wouldn't do that. I I went in and and you should have just got out of your car and not left the drive through and made all the people behind you. But pissed. she said, "I gave you back your card." No, you didn't. And yeah, that's what I said, uh, sir. You've got to move on. So no, I, I don't. went in and I said to the manager, "She won't give me back my card." And he t- and he knew what was going on, and he turns to give him back. It's his amazing card. what some people think that I they mean, can get away with. He I mean, knew that she did this. They're yeah. all gone now, right? They're gone. Yeah, no, they they got a great crew now. They I, really do. Uh, yeah. And I, Wendy's food is good. Yeah, I will yeah. say I'm going to. I may go there today. Go there one of these days. You should go there in the drive work. and be mean and throw it back at them see how they handle I'm it. I'm going to get a, one of those breakfast Baconators. <laughs> you know, 10 million calories, sausage, <laughs> bacon, cheese, egg, bun. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you get two of them. If you get two of them, eat them both. I'll reimburse you and give you twenty bucks. But you got to eat two of them in the one setting. Both of them, then I don't come know in that and, I could. Well, that's the part of the challenge. Yes. You know, I'm not just going to give away twenty dollars. <laughs> Beans at the time. What did he eat? He, he ate, ate both of them. Feeny dared two of the Feeny dared him to eat both yeah, of them. And he ate, he but, ate two of them. But didn't he get ill? Yes. But Feeny, that was the bet. Feeny said, and then I think Feeny <laughs> paid him for it. He ate both of them. 
But I think there was a unpleasant <laughs> aftermath to it. But the thing you're talking about, I don't think it's big as what didn't mean thing have gravy poured on them. Oh no, it's not quite as bad as that. But it's yeah. you oh. know, but it's, you know, sausage bacon. Oh, if you ate two of them, you'd be ill. Uh, yeah, you? I would think so. That's part of it. I mean, if if twenty bucks is important enough to you to, it, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think with Feeney and Means it was like five. He did it for like five bucks. But I think his what was the thing he ate? I thought they were monster burgers. No, yeah. this was a breakfast. No, it was a breakfast thing. The, the big. Uh, it was a monster breakfast. And they poured gravy. The final thing they poured yeah. gravy. On. Uh, yeah, it, it was. And he ate two of them. And, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, and he ate both of them. <laughs> And I just remember laughing because I just I thought, I thought that was, I thought that was a fun bet. So, but, but that's good to know though. That is because um, Wendy's was a place I didn't go to for a long time because they were they were not pleasant. Now I'm, yeah. and Melio's advertises with you guys, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've gone. I've, I've I'm over my grudge. Plus, I haven't seen that person there. The times I've gone in recently, now they've been very nice. Very nice. Remember, I went there at no. nine forty, and they Good were mad. Sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so and so. I've done that. Yeah, and that's really not. I mean, you get people like that, and what do you? you but know. it's a bad look to get upset when somebody comes in at nine forty on a Friday night when you close at ten, and basically just say you don't want to well, wait. Well, that's on them. like somebody when the game goes late and they get bitter. <laughs> well, yes, and I'm gone. I'm gone. And um. But, Not just you. <laughs> oh, Ray doesn't get bitter. Ray, the no. longer the game is, the Ray's happy. The, the oh. Up. <laughs> yeah. oh, but Ray's the opposite. The yeah. later the game is and the longer it goes, the happier so he is. She's been pretty good. I mean, she hasn't got bitter. So the, we'll see uh, <laughs> next week. So when Molly and I were together with Ray, it was just a lot of bitterness on and off the air. Is that what you're well, saying? Well, because Molly's, they got that tip off at 830 and it's not going to start on time. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. No. That, no, that game will start about 9.05. No, I'll yeah. be saying hi to her when I come in in the morning. <laughs> what night is, what day is that? It's Monday. No, Tuesday. 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 And they do have the late, they do have 8:30, the 8.30, yeah. yes. That game never starts on time. No, not even close. No. But I am going to, if I can get it to work out, I'll do, I'll do the pancake thing with Ray. Yeah. And I'll bring back the bitterness. God, I can't believe how long it's taken these people to eat these. It's a good slogan for us. <laughs> bring back the, bitter- back the bitterness. Bring back the bitterness. Bring back the bitterness. <laughs> I can live with that slogan. There you go. There get you that. go. I wish you get that on some t-shirts. Bring back the bitterness. Just have a pic- picture of me and Molly just really unhappy. Just- <laughs> then meanwhile, Ray's just having the time of his life, you know? So, but um, Oh, we've got um, Big Ten Indoor... Track championships this weekend. The Iowa men are ranked eighth, going to defend their title, looking real strong. And I will have I, I will try to get some track people on next week. I probably should have done it this week, and I just did escape me. But I wouldn't mind getting them, especially if the men win, which it looks uh-huh, like they sure. have a very. But I'll I'll reach out next week. But yeah, that's big. They're um, trying to defend their title. I mean, I mean the men have won three Big Ten titles in the last two years. It's been incredible. It's been a great run, it's really no a great pun run. intended. And they've got a freshman, um, what's his name, Genoa McIver, who is just knocking it out of the park so far. I mean, he's breaking school records, and might look to try to get him on the radio here. Um, but, yeah, that's this weekend. So, man, you got a lot going on. You've got track championships. you got baseball down south, softball down south. And yet, and then what we don't have? <laughs> no Saturday basketball, basketball. No Saturday basketball over the weekend. But or, we got Friday at 8.07 and <laughs> Sunday at 3. Sunday at 3 is not bad. No, that's great. But It'll it would be, be better. Wouldn't you rather have it Saturday at 3 than Sunday? Oh, sure. I'd rather, yes. I like to have Sundays off. 
I think most people don't like to do stuff on Sunday. Don't I mean I, I don't know. I just the lack of Saturday games is just it's frustrating. It's going to be a, a great environment, and they they deserve it. Yeah. Oh, without question. And it'll be nice to see that thing. Nice to see no drapes down. Just to see that crowd rocking. They're going to need it because they're, they're going to totally need it. Because you could argue the best team in the conference is coming in. I watched them play Michigan play last night, and they're real good. Nash Hellman's incredible. Yes, she is. And they're missing one of their key uh, players. Will she too. be back? I don't think is so. Is her last name Brown? Yes. Yeah, she, she is a key player. She didn't play in the last game either. No. So they are. But I don't know. I have a feeling. I think Iowa's going to win this game. Now, I, but do I necessarily. But I still don't think Iowa is necessarily better than Michigan. I could see Michigan winning the Big Ten tournament. I could mm-hmm. see um, – it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I think the crowd's going to make a huge difference. It's just so – it's so neat because going into this weekend, five teams have a chance to win the championship or a chunk of it, mm-hmm. and they, they said there are like 35 different permutations between those five teams. It's amazing. To, you know, so there's no way to predict. And the double buy is huge. I mean, they got the yeah. double buy now. That yep. I mean, that gives them some time to rest and get healthy. So yeah, this is this next month is going to be interesting. It uh, is. Okay, I'll put you on the spot. Do you think the men and women, either one, gets to the Sweet Sixteen? Um, I will qualify it a little bit. If the women host host, then they will get to the Sweet Sixteen. The uh, uh, men will not get to the Sweet 16. You don't think they will? No. And if the women don't host, I don't think that they will either. I'd, I'd probably answer the same way. Um, the men, it's just hard to gauge because you just don't know if they win that first. I mean, they're playing for a seed right now. We've we got to get a better. we got to get off the 8-9 line, and I which think if they right win, now we are. They're, yeah, if they beat these next two teams, they will be off it. But then if they lose the next two after that and go 11-9, and nine, they're probably back on that 8 maybe seven or eight. So if they could get up to a six seed, that would make a difference. It would make a huge difference. Make a huge difference. And if we get up to, you know, a six seed, then, yeah, it's a different permutation yeah. because your second game, it's against a team probably a little better than you but are. Not just, but not impossible. Not impossible. Not a not a Kansas or, or Gonzaga. a Gonzaga or one of, one of those type things. So we'll see. But I also think there's not a great, 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 great team this year either. Gonzaga's nope. good, but I don't think they're as good as they've been. Baylor's so not either. near as good as it was before. Kansas is good, but I've seen they they can they're vulnerable at times. They are. Arizona's been good this year. Yeah, I did they not, look real good. I did not see that coming. So we'll see. But just the fact that they're both making the tournament again, like I said, this is going to be a fun two three week stretch coming up here. It is, and uh, Fran's got to make a little a little something something in the tournament. It'd be, one of, they one just of these need to, years. They got to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I mean. That's just that's the next hurdle. I mean, just like with Kirk, Kirk's hurdle. I mean, he did win the division again this year, but Kirk's hurdle. He's got, Kirk's got to win a Big Ten title. Yeah. You could say the same thing with Fran, but Iowa men's basketball hasn't won a Big Ten title in forty years. I think for Fran, Sweet Sixteen is his hurdle, kind of like Big Ten title is for Kirk. I think that'd be great, and and we haven't done it for twenty three years, and it is time. So, would you rather have them win a Big Ten regular season title and not make the Sweet Sixteen, or not win a regular season title and make the Sweet Sixteen? Well, me personally, probably I would rather they win the Big Ten So would title. I, but most people probably would. But win. most the success anymore is judged by what you do in the NCAA. What you do in the NCAA. I'm with you, though. Because yeah. I, I, I think yeah. winning a Big Ten regular season title is way more impressive than winning two games in the, Big Ten, in the NCAA tournament. 
And that's all it takes to get to the Sweet 16. I, to me, the most impressive thing is winning your conference regular season title. Well, the last time we did it was uh, JJ. Yeah, JJ's team, yep. I was five. <laughs> <laughs> last time Iowa won the, out t- the Big Ten title outright was 1970. 52 years ago. 1970. Gunsmoke was still and on. And not only that, but they ran the table. Yep, Gunsmoke was still on, Captain. Yeah, until 1971. Yeah, James Arness. Yeah. How long did that show run? 20 years. Why? People liked it. It was dying on Saturday nights, and uh, so they canceled it. And then they canceled it in the spring, and uh, Paley, who was the president of CBS and one of the founders, he came back in the summer, and he goes, where's Gunsmoke, his favorite show? And, well, we canceled it. The ratings are bad. Oh, so he took... And he said, screw that. And he sat and he goes, it's going to go on Monday nights. It'll be a big hit on Monday nights. And they said, well, we don't have any place for it. And he looked down the schedule and he said, cancel Gilligan's Island, which was in the top (laughs) ten. He said, that's just stupid. (laughs) And he canceled Gilligan's Island. Didn't it only go two years? (laughs) Three years. Three years. And uh, put it at 6.30 then the networks could have. And it was on from 6.30 to 7.30. And uh, what a weird time. It, it bounced uh, up again. So did you guys watch it as kids growing up, Gunsmoke? Some. I was more of a Bonanza uh, guy. Okay. I, Bonanza, uh, I, I, I mean. It's the Cartwrights. Yeah, uh, standing in front of a, a fake uh, a set with uh, the civil. Yeah, it was so. Curtains are moving. It was really fake. I mean, some of the. Yeah, it was real fake. It was real fake. Yeah. This is Ben Cartwright. Do you remember the first 13 episodes were the best because they would find. Ben was mean. Yeah, and he had a Bible, and they found somebody trespassing on their land. And beat him. In episode number. No, they hung him. (laughs) Episode number five. They hung the guy. And he was just crossing their land. He took out a Bible, read yeah, a verse. <laughs> read a verse in August. So is that Haas in them? Is that who you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Blocker, isn't that his name? Yes. Yeah. They hung some. I thought they were nice people, the uh, Cartwrights. No, not, not the first 13 episodes. No, they were and mean. somebody <laughs> said, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That seemed a little what strange. You got, Gunsmoke got canceled. They brought it back, and it went like 20 years. Well, yeah. So it's basically Family about. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> it got canceled yeah. after a couple of couple seasons and then it's on another 20 years. James Arness and Tui. Yeah. I just wanted to compare guns to Stewie. Stewie. Guy. That's Stewie. all I wanted to do. Yeah. You, you, who do you like more, James Arness or Stewie? Captain? Stewie. Stewie. <laughs> Love Stewie. Boy, there's a troubled character. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's just. it's. Well, Brian the dog's the most troubled, I would say. Stewie's the kind of character you come up with like three hours into an acid trip, isn't He's, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Seriously, I mean, I, I just, I don't know where the... Brian, the other, I think it was the last week I was watching one, and he's writing a novel, and he's talking about all these great authors and everything, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he rubs his butt across the, across the, the carpet. Yeah. Did it leave a skid mark? <laughs> How does he get he all just, those hot actresses to go to I bed with him? Speaking yeah, of almost. dogs, this is a sad day for me. This Three years ago today, Lakota was laid uh-huh. to rest. Right about this time. Hello. Hey, all those shows are now on Me Too. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shows don't go away. Don't, they don't die. They they yeah. just go to they, Me and, TV and or TV some, Land. Some yeah. colored gun smoke, but a lot of it's black and white. Yep. Yeah. I saw some this morning, actually, when I was channel surfing. Yeah. 
Yeah, in fact, you have all those old shows on them. And now Sundance is doing a Law and Order marathon. After the yeah. end, it runs for like oh, yeah. 24 hours straight of Law and well, Order. Well, every once in a while they'll have Law and Order on. They'll have the car one, and then oh. they'll have... Um, and the chips is on. And I love Law and Order. So, will you watch Sundance? Will you watch the marathon? Huh? Yeah. I, well, I've got all, the whole collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, it makes you feel young again. Okay. <laughs> well, it makes me feel young because I'm not old enough to remember Gunsmoke <laughs> being on. I mean, by the time I started really paying attention to TV, Gunsmoke was. Oh, it went off in '71. Yeah, I was seven, six. Yeah. You know, I was. Miss Kitty. Yeah. Yeah, Mac she was Adams. a prostitute. Did did he was a drunk? Did he ever? She was a prostitute. Didn't he do her though? Did they? Did they have? Matt, kind of, yeah, it was just, insinuated. It was insinuated that they were doing each other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they never really showed them being affectionate, right? No, they no. never showed them going upstairs. Well, I'm not. They could have showed them like kiss. I'm not saying they showed them romping or anything. Kids, <laughs> no. I mean. Yeah, I understand Kitty, that. Let's go bang. Yeah, and then Festus is looking out, looking in through the <laughs> <Yeah>. window. <laughs> and that is Matthew. Festus. What you doing? <laughs> Hello. A Law and Order marathon is good. A Dirt Call marathon is bad. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> well, uh, these are your people. No, Law and Order came back. I watched the game, and then I watched Law and Order last night. It came back. Just like, and they didn't make like a real big deal out of it. It was just like, okay, we're, you know, it like it never went off. They got a couple, uh, They, I mean, they got new people. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Did you watch L.A. Law? I bet you did, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, well, you not not all the time, but yeah. I've seen I never it. saw that either. Yeah. Yeah. I never see any stuff when it's, well, I guess Blue Bloods is still, isn't Blue Bloods doing another season? Yeah. That's, they're in like their 13th or 14th year. Because yeah. yeah. it started in 2010. I do watch all the, I watch, I do watch, I think that's a show you would like. Which one? Blue Bloods. You've seen oh, it, Oh, probably. Right? Yeah. And you can it's, see it's it without good, commercials. It's, a it's good, on Netflix. It's a good show. It's well, well there's written. There's a lot of shows that I am sure I would like. Blue Bloods has got me, though. I, when I, I, mean, I can sit and easily watch yeah. a couple episodes of that. It's well acted. It's well written. Um, Bridget Moynihan is easy on the eyes. Um, Tom Selleck's not telling me about reverse mortgages or trying to steal my money, my water, you know. So, but boy, it's, you know that's what I, the reverse mortgage thing. I don't. But that if people say that's a big scam, it can't be. Or they I don't know that it's a scam, but you don't. Well, just, you end up not having anything to give to your kids. You can't. Yeah. Say, say, well, I you do it if you need money to live on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and I guess, you know, kids be damned, I guess. I don't know. Well, Jerry Lewis he left nothing to his kids, and now he's accusing of uh, uh, back in the 60s he was uh, hitting on all the, the women and uh, uh, forcing them into sex. Who says that? Uh, women that starred with him in these movies. You mean uh, raping them? Uh, they didn't say rape. Pressuring them. I never paid any attention to Jerry Lewis. Never liked any of his movies. I, he it was a not. I thought what he did for. Oh, much, he did excellent he did, work. I thought he did great work for yeah. a noble cause. I'll give him that for sure. Yeah. But uh, but I his movies. I loved his movies when I was a kid. Oh God, I tried to watch him in those those movies. I put a gun to my head. Yeah, yeah I'd rather watch the Three Stooges. 
I watched. They well, didn't I do much like for me. My dad loved the Three Stooges, and I just found it to be just mind-numbing. I, I agree. My dad said I was an idiot. <laughs> I, I'm like, Dad, why don't I like the Three Stooges like you do? He goes, because you're an idiot. That's what he said. <laughs> he's calling you an idiot. Yes. Well, he's watching somebody draw a saw across somebody's. My mom, head. pretty much, she's like, okay, so the <laughs> the 47 year old guy telling his 10 year old son. He's an idiot while he's watching what some you know people slap themselves. <laughs> My dad loved the Three Stooges. He just, he just I did. I love them. I don't. I, Three Stooges and Nat King yeah, Cole. Yeah, because you know it's just ridiculous, and you, it just doesn't make me and laugh. You accept that, and what I really like about it is they had no budget at all. But they just never so made me laugh. They, they weren't went, funny. They went out in the yes, they were. I just I they tried went to out laugh. In the streets. I'm with Tom on this one. Oh. And I'd never found I'll Robin. Go Wo- back there and get a get a get a claw. Hammer. I never found Robin Williams to be funny either. And God and rest his soul. I, I, what I, if I, I went back there, got a claw hammer, and then took the claw and and uh, worked it up his nose, and then go. I think he'd kill you. Yeah. Then I get fired though if I punched you because you said anyone yeah. who punched you, you'd fire. Yeah, him. you can't. Yeah. So you're gonna put something up my nose, and then I'm gonna defend we myself and get saw. fired. I got a hacksaw, and yeah. we'll see if your head uh, breaks the uh, blade. You think Robin? I thought Robin Williams was a good actor. I, his stand-up drove me insane. He was too manic. It was just too much. Yeah. He just worked too hard. He was good at. The, I thought he was a good actor. He's an excellent actor. I mean, a great actor. I mean, he could play a creep. He could yeah, play. He was I great. mean, he was really good. Hello. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. This is John. Hey, Ball. John. Hey, Johnny B. Discussion today. I'm I'm a big Blue Bloods fan, also, uh, Pat. Uh, that's one. Of, it's well one written. Of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's 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 enduring to say the least. Yeah. And I, and. Uh, I like Law and Order. I had to make a choice last night. I watched Big Sky at nine o'clock. That's that's one I've gotten on to. Also, no, what's so. that? What's what's Big Sky? Uh, it's uh, it's a uh, it's it's based out in Montana, and it's got oh, you know, it's got your it's kind of a it's kind of a drama. It's uh, it's it's, uh, and, it's odd, and it's uh, it gets oogie. <laughs> but didn't you it, say that about it, Ozark and Yellowstone it, too? It, it, it gets kind of strange. I mean, it, it it's it's pretty graphic uh, in the you know okay. with the the killings, et cetera. So, so something I've, I I enjoy. Okay, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we were watching it every week, and I don't know why we just stopped. Wa- but aren't aren't Ozark watching. and Yellowstone also kind of creepy and disturbing and uh, off the rails a little bit? I don't know. That, that seems yeah. to be the new way. Yeah. To... Ozark is is the, both oh, of them are disturbing. Ozark's, I don't know that they're creepy. Yeah. What about um, Shit's Creek? Disturbing. Yellowstone's good. <clears throat> yeah, Yellowstone. Yellowstone's. So. I think Yellowstone's great. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Hey, speaking of the 1970 team, uh, <clears throat> I can remember it well. Uh, I was a uh, student, uh, almost ready to graduate then. And, you know, that was the era, you know, they were scoring 100 points a game, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. generally. Without the three-point shot. The, without the three-point line. I can still remember the game down in Purdue. We beat them 108 to 107. And the, and the trip back, and we everybody went down to the airport, when they, the Iowa City Airport, when they came back. That was a madhouse that night. It, it was it was unbelievable. So uh, a lot of great memories. I, always, I still think Ralph Miller was the best coach uh, in my era anyway. And uh, Better than Luke? We wouldn't. What's that? You think better than Lou? Uh, I think so because okay. I think. Well, yeah, I no, I just, I Ralph brought the program back. Obviously, Lou did too because Dick Schultz drove it into the ground for three years, and then uh, Lou came on and, and did a did a good job. But uh, no, I think Ralph would have stayed if uh, if the Evashevsky uh, yes. turmoil had, mm-hmm. had yeah. not been so prevalent and. Yep. Uh, 
because when Heavy hired him from Wichita State, he made the comment at the time that he hoped this would be his last coaching stuff. Well, funny you bring that up, John, because we had some, I don't think it was Heavy's daughter, but somebody we had on, Tom, made reference to a situation where they were talking to Ralph Miller, and Ralph was telling them part of the reason he was leaving, and he pointed down the hallway to the athletic directors off saying there's just too much crap. Was that Lanny Van Eman? It may have been. That's who I think it was. He just said that Ralph wanted to stay, but he just was fearful right. of what was going to happen between. And it, you know. Yeah. And he I was think right. It was Lanny. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah unfortunate. No, that's, that's right. It, it was too bad because Ralph really had things going here. And then but. Dick Schultz. Just, okay, who was worse, Dick Schultz or Lick Lighter? Lick Lighter. <laughs> Lick Lighter. Yeah, He's for like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, he takes the cake for okay. sure. <laughs> All right. Just had to ask. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, did you watch? You watched the women's game last night, I presume. I did. You bet. You yes. Bet. Yeah, that was. That, I just. I, I just continue to marvel. I mean, at, at Caitlin and our uh, the, the the way she can control a game. Granted, she has a few too many turnovers, but I can. Eat, That's I just can her style, them. though. Yeah. That's her style. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. I agree. But boy, when she wants to take a game over, she can do it. I'll tell you what. I don't get me wrong. Caitlin's great, but they they would be lost without Monica Cesano. I oh, mean, and her and Warnock both. Yeah, and Warnock. Yeah, yeah. solid. They're getting that three player, that three scoring yeah. base now. But man, Cesano is just. Oh yeah, she's so she's a, good. She's a. Oh my God, she's terrific. I'm glad she's coming back next year. Me yeah. too. Oh. Yeah, that's the huge this, boost for them. This, yeah, this should be a real, real strong team next year. Yeah, Lisa's on a roll. Lisa's there. Yeah. There, this is as good as they've been under Lisa these last three, four years. It's it's been incredible. Yes, definitely. I oh. hope they can fill the arena Sunday. Uh, we'll, Sounds we'll, like they're going to be close. See, all that I heard that all that's left is singles. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Excellent. That'd yep. be great. So, yep. boy, we could. Yeah, well, at least we got the double buy in the Big Ten tournament. So yep, that's, that's, that's it. That's good. So, hey, you guys talk about the Three Stooges. They, who would you, if you were the Three Stooges out there, who would be Curly? Would that be Captain? I, I'm trying to see who, who would. Who you know, would I'm not who. even familiar enough. Know, with would Curly be, would be Hunter. Who would probably. be Pete Rose? I would be Mo. Who would be Pete Rose? <laughs> Pete Rose. One of them looks like Pete Rose. <laughs> Pete Rose. <laughs> that would be Mo, probably, yeah. I guess. Yeah. He looks like Pete Rose. A little bit. Those guys were, yeah. I mean, those guys. They didn't have a budget, and so everything they had to film was outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, and that's what the, the neat thing is. They just went, you know, a, and filmed everything outside in uh, And my in dad Hollywood. just sat there and laughed. Well, not, not everything. I mean, they had plenty of indoor. There was indoor scenes. But, I mean, they had indoor yeah. scenes, but a lot of their stuff outdoors wasn't a set it was the real uh-huh. it was real outdoors yeah. and they were really? they were screwed around when they when <laughs> they syndicated that to television and didn't give them anything they finally sued them and got and got money yeah, good for them I mean, oh, God. Yeah. i'd hope so mm. jesus yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it took them time well, took them time to get money <laughs> well gentlemen always entertaining okay john uh, thanks good, good to Good to talk to you, and uh, good luck to the Hawks. I'll see Thanks, you on Jenny. the I'll see you on yep. the sidewalks, on the trails. Yep, yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> yep, you betcha. I'll be there. All right. Did you like Laurel and Hardy? No, I didn't know either. More than the Three Stooges, no, yes. I'm a little young. I didn't like Abbott and Costello. None of that stuff. I like uh, the Marx Brothers stuff. were my favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't like the Marx Brothers? No. Carl no. Marx? Do no. you like Carl Marx? No. No. 
Isn't Richard he, Marks? Isn't Karl Marx? No, God. What is he? Is he waiting, waiting for you? Isn't Richard Marx like, is he yeah. the one waiting for you or something? Yeah. You no, know, he was pain. Richard Marx was painful. Do you play his music? Yes. Like, what's. <laughs> what's a Richard Marx song that you play? Uh, the one I just waiting for you? Uh, sh- Should have known better. Yeah. I've heard. Should have known better. Oh, it does it do Hazard? Hazards, I've heard. Yeah. 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 Richard Marx. <laughs> we play Skid Marks. <laughs> There's a band called Skid Marks, isn't there? Yes. You know, I read a story about how uh, the Iowa City West team, how all the connections to past Hawkeyes. And right. They got Val, Val Barnes' kid, J.R. Koch, Jeff Moe, uh, E.C. Earl's got a son playing for him, and then... Obviously, Jack McCaffrey, and there's somebody else, too. J.R. Koch's son's not part of it, is he? Uh, no, J.R. Koch lives in Illinois. But he's got, he's got a son playing for him, though. Oh, his son, okay. I know his one son, Cooper Koch, Iowa's recruiting him. He's, I thought he was from Illinois. No, yeah, he doesn't play for West. Yes. Oh, but uh, yeah, but but, anyway, but yeah, but a anyway. lot of ties. Yeah, no, they, yeah, we. I actually, I remember writing a story about Pete Moe when he transferred here um, a couple years ago. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh, it's very much, very much Hawkeye-dominated. I didn't mean to, I, but I'm pretty... Yeah. I, Cooper Koch is not playing no, for West. No. Maybe he's got a... I don't know. I was not aware that he had a brother that was here, but Cooper Koch is... He's got a lot of impressive scholarship options. He does. Have you, I mean, Indiana. Pretty, I mean, real, real impressive. And what's he, like a six seven small forward? I think so. Okay, and I believe they live in the Peoria area, don't they? I think so also. Yeah. But, yeah, A.C. Earl's son, Val Barnes' son, Christian Barnes, he's the point guard, Pete Moe, Jack McCaffrey, who's a 6'9 freshman forward. They've had a little rough stretch here where they've lost, they have. A, lost a few games, so it's going to be interesting to see. But, I mean, Jack McCaffrey still has three more years of high school after this year. Think about that. And I saw him the other day. He's a legitimate 6'9". And he's going to miss playing with Patrick if Patrick were to play his COVID year two by one year, I think. Um, Patrick, this is Patrick. Patrick's Patrick has, third year. And COVID year, he'll have three years of eligibility remaining. Yeah, they would miss by miss one year. Miss by one year. Yeah. You think he'll play with Bohannon? <laughs> that was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> Scare of him. <laughs> Woke. I have people that say they hate it when you guys do that because they say that you're just pushing politics. And I'm just like, you know, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I think you can get over it. It's not that big. Yeah, of a deal. we're yeah. unconcerned. You know, yeah. we haven't mentioned, we mentioned one thing today about the fact that we're on the brink of war. No, we haven't even mentioned that. No. And we're on the brink of war. You know, and I, we really are. I feel, I feel so bad for those Ukrainians, those it's 13 just, soldiers ridiculous. that died on that island, man, those guys. The, the the guts that they showed it's just it's no it's ridiculous I'm he sitting is here, he's a murderer I'm sitting here bitching about an 807 starting time for an Iowa game think about that in the big scheme of things yeah I told Cedar sure. the other day I said when the, the war actually started like at uh, at, at eight something I said man Pat had to be bitching why didn't start at six <laughs> i just feel so bad though for yeah. those people over there they cnn interviewed the clarissa ward who's incredible yeah she interviewed this ukrainian young woman she looked like she was maybe in her early late teens early 20s man she was so articulate and so insightful about what's going on and then toward the end she just started crying well it's this is it's ridiculous, ridiculous. It, it absolutely is and anybody 
that doesn't get the importance of this to this country, other than the financial uh, situation. Uh, just the importance to have a democracy taken over. And think about it. But yet nobody's re- fighting for them. The president yeah. ordered anyone in Ukraine, 18 to 60 men, have to stay there and yeah. fight. Think about it. I mean, I mean for, there's no you guys would outside be, forces. Well, you know, and we can't, or else that is a war with Russia. But we're sending them, you know, weapons, weaponry right. and everything. Well, oh, billions of dollars. And people yeah, are saying, sure. well, Putin... I don't get. I don't think nuclear war is Putin's end game. Why? What? Why would he want to destroy the world? No, it he is, wants to get as it much isn't, money. But what the hell? They took over Chernobyl. I don't get that either. It, I, it's still. I was telling uh, Hunter earlier. I had radiation eight years ago, and it certainly. Oh, it's it, still it, dangerous. And there. it's still in my body. I think I've I read where it's going to be doctors. dangerous there until like twenty seventy two. Yeah, and they, and they took over another fifty us. years. Yeah, and they're there taking that over. Yeah, what my. are you going to do with that? Other it's, than, yeah. You know. It's just unfortunate. I read a story yeah. yesterday about a guy playing professional basketball in Ukraine. He, he scored 13 points in a game, and then the next day, he's got, God, I got to get out of here. It's war. Yeah. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. Hello. Can I bring it back to basketball? Sure. sure. I like the idea of a post-game fight to keep people there to the end of the game. I think the first fight should be Governor Reynolds against Gary Leon Duffel. Give him each a bottle of whiskey and let her rip. <laughs> Who's he? Reynolds yeah, versus you know, who? I'm gonna. He's, yeah, it's good for our a, little yeah. clip. Who yes. was Reynolds fighting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, drunk guy that's always on the police. Should I know who he is? I think no. he's in prison now. Well, which one? One of the one of the because there's Lee. two of them that he, are three of them always on the. <laughs> oh, there's three of them that are always on the police. Well, reports? two of them at least. Two oh, of them. I can't keep wasn't it. there a guy like Peace Frog or something that used to be on there, or War Peace, or? Yeah, uh, is he still on there like he used to be? Uh, no. What, was it Peace? No, one. Peace Frog's a door song. Yeah, I thought he had like War Peace or something. Some. Yes, you're right. War, war. something. Uh, um. So the guy he just named off though is somebody that appears on your police. That's yes. a little too esoteric for your yeah. average. For yeah. your average. For a podcast listener. Yeah, I don't think they... See, be, I think he needs to realize that not everybody... You have re- to include our uh, police reports. Well, I think he's making the assumption yeah. that everybody listens to your show morning, noon, and night from the moment they wake up that just constantly locked in. Yes, I, I believe they do. I don't think that's the case. No, I believe be no, it is. So you think any everybody in Iowa City listens to your radio? Oh, yeah. All nonstop, the all the yes. time. Yes, that's all oh, they yeah. do. We do. I mean, according to, you know... Not that they don't listen for six hours. But no, but, but they some do. So you don't think there's one person in this town that does not listen to you? No. Everybody and the ones the that say they don't are listen lying. the longest. Yeah, they are lying. So everybody in this town listens to yes. KCJJ. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I got that straight. Yeah. Well, we got a 40-something Share percentage. No, that's true. But yeah. Well, that's not everybody. You're no, saying everybody in this town. I everyone. would say that everybody at one time or another has been offended by this station and this community. <laughs> <laughs> would you go along with that, sooner? I'm still trying to remember the war guy's name. <laughs> Tommy would know. Tommy. Who was the guy that uh, Warpath? That was it. Warpath. Warpath. Yeah. Warpath. Where is he and, now? And the cops didn't even call him by his real name. Where is he they now? Is he in jail? I don't know. I have no idea. He hasn't been on the report for a long time, no. though. Hello. Hey, Pat. Yeah. 
the only non-serious XM channel I got programmed in is 1630. There you go. And do you listen nonstop 24-7? Yeah. He must listen nonstop 24-7. Yeah. The moment he gets up, he turns it on. You have to. And then right well, before... if, he's, if it's 24-7, then he doesn't need serious yeah. XM. Yeah, and then he, when he goes to bed at night, he just turns the volume down a little bit, but it's always there with him. Yeah, you have to listen. You, you can't let it if go. You, if you miss a little, you miss a little. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hola. Hello. Hey, listen. Um, did any of you guys ever check out that miniseries Chernobyl? On yes. HBO? I watched yes. a little bit of it. I saw it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I redid it thinking, hey, that fool's going in there. <laughs> but... You can't go there for like a, over a hundred years. Yeah, but they have a they have people there. They had a staff, and they're now being held hostage by the Russian Russian soldiers. So they're yes. all yeah. I don't know how how do you get somebody to work there? OSHA well, would have fifteen dollars an hour. Probably be monitors, <laughs> but at the end they showed and you know <laughs> what a. Yeah, what a, But hey, I listen to you every day. All right, that's two. Uh, that's two that we got. Up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys take care. Have a good week. All right, you too. Thanks. Thanks, man. You too. Yeah, um, the Chernobyl. Was maybe great. they fifteen, and maybe they round up all their transactions to the nearest dollar, and they get, and they don't give that money. But they just pocket all that money. That's why they work there. Oh, the hell the, hey, you got a job in Chernobyl. There was a movie called Chernobyl. Did you see that? I tried. It was really creepy. It was like I like sp evil spirits or monsters were there in the crew. I watched like half of it. And I'm like, I can't do. It. I mean, it's Chernobyl Diaries. I think is what it was called, or maybe it was a series. I can't remember. But there was a movie about Chernobyl that came out that was just. I mean, I on HBO. Uh, I can't remember if it made it to the theaters or not. But obviously, you're not going to have a movie about Chernobyl that's like happy. I mean, how, no. I mean, no. How do you do a happy plot to that? <laughs> Gilligan's Island in Chernobyl. <laughs> you know, the thing was, a lot of these Russian soldiers, somebody brought up a good point. What, they, what scares them, a lot of these Russian soldiers, life in Russia is not that great. No. I mean, like, Russia is a backward-ass No, it's crap a third-world country. So fighting in wars and being in the army, for them, a lot of these people, it's, I mean, for us, for a lot of us, it's a real sacrifice to give up what we have. And for these, a lot of these people, they don't, I mean, their country sucks. It's saying something when the streets of St. Petersburg and Moscow uh, and towns I've never heard of uh, are out in force and packed yeah, with see, I people heard, I protesting seen that. last night. Yes. Look at the pictures because they're Because uh, they're just going to arrest them. I mean, they, you can't NBC. protest well, them. they can't arrest they, that many. Yeah, they were arresting some, but Pat... No, but I know you guys, it's, I, it's not going to work, guys. They're not going to overthrow Putin. Oh, no. Oh, I'm not no. saying, well, I'm no, not saying not. that. It's not going to work. But they're pissed. That's fine. Well, but, and I would be too, and, but it's not going to work. And that's and those are families. They're, they're, a lot of them have families over there. Well, I understand that. I mean, it that. was I, a one-time Russia. But I, I, I just think there's this narrative, oh, my God, the people are going to overthrow No, it's not going to happen. No, the military will have to overthrow And it's not, that ain't going to happen because right. they're on his side because he makes life great for them. Just yeah. like Hitler did for, I mean, it's... Well, the, then we got to send in 
what we have to do is get the Rittenhouse kid and get the uh, everybody that stormed the Capitol. But say, those, hey, we'll let you off. Take your guns and go over there, and we'll let you. But off. But a lot of those people are probably pro-Russia, aren't they? There's yeah. a lot of pro-Russia yeah. in America. Yeah, they're also pussies. I mean, you saw what Mike Pompeo said, didn't you? He's in the yeah. his interview. I mean, he was practically, I mean, he was gushing just over gushing Putin. over Putin. Over a guy who kills journalists, who kills his... Yeah, and doesn't that say something about the, he was the head of the CIA? Doesn't that say something about the CIA? I don't get any affection towards I mean, Vladimir sir, Putin. He's an well, evil dictator. And then you got Trump fawning over him, calling him a genius. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah. And either. I'm not saying that Biden's the answer. These, I, I, it has nothing to do with Biden. But there's this narrative, oh, we're so much luckier that we... I don't. Regardless of who the president is, that's not the if, president's not going to make the difference. No, but if well, if Trump would have been president, he already said NATO was obsolete. We wouldn't have been doing anything. Any but the, his worshippers say that they wouldn't have invaded if Trump was president. No that's what they believe. And had we don't know the answer. Yeah. Nobody knows the answer. But that's just saying. That's well, what what's he going to do to stop Put, him from invading? Look, he, Putin, want, Putin yeah. wants the resources. <coughs> he already said. He wants the land and he wants the resources. But yeah. his Trump supporters go, well, then why didn't he do it when Trump was in office? I don't know. That's what, that's what they're I, saying. It has nothing to do with anybody in office. But that's what they're saying. Well, I mean, he felt you can say that, but people, a lot of people don't agree with you. Well, a lot of people are stupid. Well, I'm just saying. I, too. Yeah, I, because I don't... he was on the side of Putin, and he just came out and, and said what a genius he was. Oh, I know. I understand that. I'm not Okay. All I'm saying, though, is... Then his... how would Trump have kept him out? Well, he did for four years. He never did anything for four well, years. Well, Obama kept him out then, too. Well, he attacked Crimea when Obama was president. Yeah. Crimea. They, so can only, they only have so much. They only have so many resources <laughs> and so much budget. Moscow, I mean, <coughs> when, when we put these sanctions on, and Europe's put these sanctions on, my, people are underestimating. They look at freaking uh, Russia... Like it's the United States. The problem with sanction, though, is it's they don't matter when a dicta- with a dictator because he doesn't care if his people suffer. He well, won't care if his people suffer. They will suffer. And they will suffer, but he doesn't yeah. care. Well, I mean, Hitler didn't care. That's all I'm saying is sanctions can only work so much. Well, then kill him. Well, I mean, who are you going to get to do that? Because oh, the people that are in position to kill him are the people that benefit the most from I him. I think that, you know, I really do think that if it gets bad enough there, uh, that the military will not go along. See, I disagree. I, well, I hope you're right. But I, I, I just do. think I, it's wishful thinking. I, okay, are the sanctions, though, worse than the uh, <laughs> all of the resources uh, Putin will gain by taking the Ukraine? Because, I mean, that's a bonanza. It's a bonanza for him, but if nobody uh, buys it from him... Well, they've got enough... Know, oil. They have so much oil over there anyway. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So, but no, I, the problem with the dictator is he doesn't care what happens to his people. But dictators fall. They do, but a lot of them also succeed for years. Well, and he succeeded for years. Yes. I hope he fails. I've just, but this, this Pollyanna silver lining, oh, their people are going to, because it's the right thing to do. I hope it is, but I don't see it happening. I don't see the people doing it. I see the military. Uh, I definitely don't see the military. Going. No, he I owns don't. the military. He They're owns in the military as long as he can pay them and as long as he can supply them. And he will pay them before he'll pay his people. Yeah. Before he'll feed his people. Before he'll feed his people. I, he will make sure the people around him are safe, and just like the little fat dictator does up in North Korea. That little fat foray. When freak. he takes over the Ukraine, 
and he will. And he yeah, is a fat, four-eyed little freak, isn't he? Yeah. A dictator. Yeah, when he Come. takes over the Ukraine, uh, you think that's going to stop him? He wants no. He no. wants everything. He well, when he goes into no. the Balkan states, and then that that's what NATO's going to take. But NATO's not going to do anything militarily. It, we will. I don't. I don't think we will send troops. Well, we already we have already troops have them. there, but we don't have any troops that are. We fight. just sent. We, we just have no troops that are in Ukraine no, fighting. No, but they ain't there. They ain't there for uh, looks. I but mean, I, I just if the Balkan states are taken over, or if he comes into the Balkan states, it will be a world war. It, it seriously will be. I don't think it'll be a nuclear war or anything like that. But I do think it'll be a world. And war. what does China do? Well, if China's smart and knows how much money we owe them, uh, then they'll they'll. I think they'd there. rather destroy us hey, than get our debt. China's back. not happy with. With Putin, but I think China would rather destroy us than get their debt. If they could choose oh, between just know. wiping us off the face of the earth or getting their debt, I think they'd wipe us off the face of the earth. I don't know. I think China and Russia would both like to get rid of us. They hate eh, democracy. Probably. They hate democracy, and that's what this is all about. You know, a lot of the people I've seen defending Putin are saying, "Well, you know, we promised Putin we wouldn't spread we wouldn't spread NATO east, and they've, they've added 14 countries since they did this. That's not fair to Putin. Yeah, screw Putin." If countries want to join NATO, that's their business. If people want to support Putin... Then go over uh, there. Get out of here. Yeah, you're, you're a traitor. Uh, and, and you seriously are. Because you either believe in democracy, which uh, 30% of this country obviously doesn't. Well, what's funny is they accuse one side of being commies when really Putin wants to get back to communist dominance of the Soviet Union. That's what he wants. Yeah. He wants to reform the USSR. Yes, that's what he's well, trying to do, is reform the and USSR. And that's the Balkan states, yeah. and that's, right. where we be, that's where we get into war. I'll tell you, I just saw they interviewed the, the prime minister of Estonia, number one, and she's easy on the eyes. Yeah. And she was pretty impressive. She just, you know, she says, well, we'll be ready for when that, because they asked her, what happens if he invades? And she didn't really, wasn't prepared to answer that, but... I mean, the last thing I want to see is us sending troops over to Eastern Europe to fight in this war. I mean, well, we've got seven thousand we just sent today, and we already uh, sent others before. But they're not fighting, not yet. And, and, and Biden specifically said we have no ground troops in the Ukraine, in Ukraine in that the are Ukraine. there to fight. That's right. And that's right. And I hope we don't get to that stage. But it, but I I don't know if, when he's going to stop. I mean, it's just. It's a scary time. Well, if he tries to do the same crap that Hitler did, then he must be stopped. Yeah. He must be. Has to be. Oh, I know. I agree. But then that's World War Three, and that's yeah. us sending thousands of troops over there that are going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's... From because of one man, Because of one person's freaking whims. Yeah. Like, so often in history, it comes down to one nutbag who's in charge, and it's just... It's, I just don't get it. If you look back at Nor our history. I. I don't get, uh, seriously, I mean, Mace, don't call if you're listening. I'm not arguing with it. You've got a network, uh, Fox. Why, is Mace a Fox fan? No, but he, he, he works. Oh, he works he'll for... argue with me over the local. They should lose their licenses. They seriously should. Uh, they are playing Tucker Carlson ad nauseum in Russia to convince the Russian people that Americans are on the side. Well, of they played war. what Trump said. They played what Pompeo yeah. said. Yeah, and it's. And, I mean, there, but there are some Americans that feel that way, but yeah, not the well, majority. Yeah, I'd say no. maybe twenty, thirty percent. Yeah, 
Yeah, which is the same uh, 20, 30 percent that support Trump and the same who accuse their opposition of being yeah. commies. And yet they're supporting a basically a commie wannabe. It's That's just, right. It's just a contradiction. And I know we're talking about we've ventured away, but, you know, we're almost on the verge of war. I mean, it's I think it's sometimes it's a fair game conversation. We've had plenty of sports talk today. Yeah. I yeah, mean, we I could be so. we could be in the, you know, our stocks or my IRAs or my IRAs just. These are bleak Putin times. Putin and televised remarks to Ukrainian armed forces. Uh, take Lay down power, your guns or die, right? right? Take power in your own hands. What is it? I don't know. Putin imagines, just like Trump imagines, uh, white supremacy. That's what they imagine. That's what they want. Well, that's all there is in Russia. I mean, I mean pretty well, much there. I mean, there's some, but, yeah. you know, the... There's not a lot of cultural diversity calls, in Russia. When he calls a Jew, which the president of Ukraine is yeah, he's a Nazi. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, well, he sure it does. It's just projecting. I mean, Putin's yeah, more of a yeah, Nazi. Putin's the Nazi in this. Yeah. Well, and the Dow Jones is up almost 700 points. Yeah, so it means yeah, and yesterday it, it was down. Yeah, and it, yesterday it was down 800. That's, that's right. The stock market means nothing. But it's where I got so most of my money. might as well be... Might as well be playing sports betting on your on your. That's where I got most of my money, though. Mm -hmm. so. Me too. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't go along with what's going. It doesn't go along with what's going on in the real. No, but world. I talked to my. We're, there's going to be some tough times over these next. We're going to have tough times. Yes, I've been yeah. warned that you know to be patient. I remember yeah. my. Bezos isn't going to have tough times during the pandemic. My my IRA got cut in half during no. the pandemic, but wow. I stayed patient. And now it's back over where, where it was. There was time where I was thinking about cashing it out. And then my financial guy said, you just got to be patient. It turned out to be the right decision, thankfully. But we just don't know where this is going to end. No, we That's, don't. There's just so much uncertainty with this. We don't know how far he's willing to go. I don't, I mean, I don't see the, the benefit of nuclear war. I mean, we all just kill ourselves. And it's not going to be nuclear. And that's just stupid. It'll be another freaking ground. It'll be war. like, what? remember that war games when the computer ends up telling, hey, yeah, yeah. there's no winner in this game. Yeah. I don't think even... Even a nut, maniacal, dictator, tyrant, POS like Putin doesn't he, want to die. It won't do nuclear. And it won't be, they won't be bombing the U.S. And we won't, uh, you know, but we'll, it's going to be a war. I don't see. Well, and if it's a war, it's going to be a long war. He's not going to stop at the Balkans. He's not going to stop at the border. What you, you mean at the Ukraine? Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah he's, if you don't stop at the yeah. ball, what's next? France, England, Paul? I mean, he's not. Yes. Well, if you're over there. Well, they're not powerful. They're, they're not powerful enough to do that, guys. They're a con I mean, they, they would eventually run out of ways to feed their troops. They're not that. Well, that's what that's why the sanctions. Eventually, yeah. they're going to run out of money. He'll find a way to feed his troops and just let everyone you else know, die. Let's see. You know. We've you already used the resources of the country that you take over. That's what, what Hitler did. Oh, yeah. yeah if other and people... you stock your army with the people that you take over that you conquer. Or you kill them. You give them a choice, fight well, or die. Well, okay. You take the resources. Who are you going to sell it to? You, you, did, you, you give feed, it to your, you feed your troops. You feed your troops. Yeah. Well, you keep your troops That's alive. That's what Hitler did. You keep the bubble around you to safe. Point, and... yeah. I mean, it's going to be a war. And if he hadn't have been stupid enough to attack Russia, he would have probably he won. Would have won the yeah. war. Yeah. Now, what would Putin have to do to make that same error? That would be attacking France, or I mean, if he went that far, I then the, I think China, the whole attacking world, attacking China. 
the whole well he ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna have a chance to do anything because once uh, the troops step one foot into the Balkans, uh, we're firing, and we're firing, and we're firing on them, and we are, our our army. I don't think that'll be enough to stop him, especially if we don't have a ton no. of troops over there. Like I said, I hope your bright-eyed uh, approach is right. I really do. I just am prepared. Well, I don't know if it's bright-eyed. I mean, but I, that you know, you can say, well, who's going to win or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, if they make one footprint on on any state in the Balkans, uh, we're we're going to send in missiles. That's what we're going to do. I'm sure, I'm sure but they'll send missiles back, and then you know, uh -huh. it's not, yeah, that's not like that will stop them. No, it's a war. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I don't think they're intimidated at all right now. Unfortunately, that's why I'm saying yeah. it will be. A, this is eventually going to be a war. Well, it, it already is. And but so, I mean, so our Ukraine. war. Yeah. Oh, well, I agree. Right now, it's not our war. No. It will be our war because of the dreams and goals and sickness of one person, basically. Yeah. Just like so often is the case in history. Mm -hmm. Millions of people are impacted by the desires of one sick sob. That's what this. That's why I don't understand. You got all these mercenaries and crap. Somebody can certainly kill him. I'm sure he's got so much protection. Oh, yeah. I bet you he's got the... He's the richest man in the world. Well, put a bounty on his head. Why don't we put a bounty I don't, on his I head? I think the people that are close to him that could do it are better off with him alive. Don't you agree? Yes. Not if you have a big enough bounty. Uh, it'd have to be a pretty big bounty. The same yeah, reason why they don't kill the little fat four-eyed freak over in North Korea. Because the people around him need him to be alive for them to benefit. That, do you think he's going to hear me and send out like a hit squad to get me? We're calling the little fat four-eyed They freak. listen all the time. I know they do in North Korea. More, I've, I've heard they listen more in North Korea than they do in Coralville. <laughs> and they listen a lot in Coralville. So you think he's listening right now and setting up a... In Washington County, it's just, like, it's just like North Korea. You think he's setting up a death squad for me right now? <laughs> yes. I notice you're not calling him any names. I'm the only one going on the limb. You guys are afraid of um, sure. the dictator. <laughs> little North rocket man. That was the funniest thing Trump said during this... <laughs> When Trump was, there were times, would you admit, when Trump was funny as president? When, I, like, when, well, he, I don't know when he called him Rocket Man, and remember when he called Bilgin, Bilgin a hell? For some reason, I laughed at that, but I loved it when he called him little, but then they started dating. You know, then they, I mean. That was ugly. No, that was creepy. Yeah, I'm curious. It's all weird. You think this stuff with Putin is going to convince little fat guy in Korea to invade? I don't. No. I don't. There's been people worried about that. I don't think that'll happen. No. Because that's just a no-win game for him. There's no, no win. This, but it, no, this is going to, but it is going to involve us and people that think it isn't. And already uh, there's a lot of Republicans that are saying uh, we should just, you know, blast them. That's not the answer. I mean, <laughs> that's what they're It's saying. easy for politicians that's, sitting back here to say... Yeah. You know, I mean, Fast. but that is encouraging. I didn't realize that the streets of St. Petersburg were filled. They, All I, they showed yeah. Moscow. They showed about 1,800 people, and they were getting beat over the heads and taken away in paddy wagons yeah. and probably killed because it's against the law to protest yes. in freaking well, Russia because well, it's a police state. St. Petersburg was jammed. Because it's a police state. At and, the risk of bringing it back to Hawkeye Sports, let's. Um, the women's game tomorrow is or uh, Sunday is sold out. It is now the sold University out. just announced it, yeah. Cool. Fabulous. That is great news. And that is Absolutely great news. Absolutely fabulous. And there's nothing Putin can do about it, right? Sure he could. Well, he could. <laughs> I guess he could bomb. <laughs> bomb Carver. <laughs> well, we'd get a new, we'd get a new, new arena. arena. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was just doing it to help the Hawks. Yeah. 
He no, said, you already it, got a hole in the ground. This is just a really scary, <clears throat> unfortunate time. Yeah. It, it just, is. It pisses me off. You know, and to me, too, the, the irony of it is we're just, we're almost dusting off the pandemic, and then we have this douchebag. Oh, this is just causing yeah. a war. Yeah. And I do think, I wonder, though, if Well, some... and you got all these truckers going to blockade around uh, Washington, D.C. And I do think part of the reason When we're dropping all the restrictions. I do think part of the reason he's invading now is because Trump's not president. I think he's doing this to try to show America Biden sucks. I'm doing this because he's weak. And I do think that's part of his strategy. Yeah, maybe. It, it could be. But uh, I don't think he thinks in... in in our terms, or who the hell is president? Well, I think he would much rather have Trump president. Probably. Yeah, because yeah. Trump would have uh, capitulated. Because Trump didn't like NATO. He wanted to get rid of NATO yeah. and what have you. But I just, these people saying, oh, we'd be fine if Trump was president. Oh, we're fine because Biden's. Don't have it all be based on one person. Biden is not going to make work miracles. Trump wouldn't have worked miracles. Why do we get so wrapped up in leaders instead of just our whole country? This is it's, it turns into a personality contest, and we rely so much on a person, and I just don't get it. It's so frustrating. Hello. If the soldiers get COVID, do they have to sit out five days? I think they've reduced it so, to to three. I have no idea. Interesting question. Yeah, I don't. Think, got, I don't think Putin cares if his soldiers have COVID. No, no they have COVID, over and if there. they have it, they're and just going to bad. And they're because in, again, because he did not. He doesn't care. Yeah, he didn't get the 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 medic. They invented their own medicine, and you know, and, and uh, it isn't working. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, there's tons of COVID over there. But okay. yeah, I should just, we? Uh, yeah, let's just. Yeah, we got, we got. Yeah, we had a good show. I mean, I was, thanks yeah. Adam Holoska yeah. for coming on talking hoops. Thank you, Chris Chun, for coming on. I really yep. enjoyed that it's interview. Awesome. It's going to be fun watching you build the Iowa women's program. And Can now I say we got one more thing. Woke. (laughs) (laughs) Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.